0: Yo! I knew that wasn't an accident. I knew it wasn't an accident. D- debatable. That, that is an accident.
1: <laughs> that is an accident. Oh, yeah. I found a new trick. I'm going to have fun with that later on. But hey, guys, welcome back to the now podcast. This is your boy, C. Diesel, to let them have loose V, to the right of me, I have Professor King in the comments, Ethan Murphy. How y'all doing today, brothers?
0: Uh, I was a lot better before before the, the, the T-Pain track started going, but I mean, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. We got a, we got a special show today, so I'm excited to get into it. Ooh.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, despite, all of... <laughs> despite all of the CDs on this, I am definitely full-blown 10 out of 10. because today is the day. We have a full-blown amazing show. C Diesel has his facial hair in, in check. Otis has his hair cut crisp and tight. Uh, this is gonna be a lot of a lot of fun. If you are not spoiler alert, if you're not a fan of fun or enjoying yourself, leave the show now. Leave it. Come back later on when you are in a better mood.
1: Hell yeah. Uh guys, obviously we're gonna be going over what the thumbnail says, Tales of the Jedi, you know me, Star Wars fan, fan fanatic. We're we'll gonna get into that um, later. We but have we have a life. special guest today, a really There's special this guest right here.
2: This is right here?
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Whatever that says, I can't see the last part because of my camera. But yes, we're covering all that stuff today. And we have a very special guest today that we're gonna go introduce. Um you have a video for him, right?
2: Of course, my friend. I wouldn't have wouldn't bring him on with that. Let's see where, where I put it. where did I put it though? Uh here we go.
1: he goes that was good as fuck boy you getting good the edits bro, hold like, on my boy. yeah the what were we to take
0: that car hit bro like did that did you really like did that was that wasn't edited like you did that for real
3: yeah yeah I, I didn't actually get hit by a car but I made it look <laughs> good didn't I
0: <laughs> it did, Damn. did
3: Thanks, man, dude. That was a sick cut of my reel, bro. I need you to get you on my next one.
0: <laughs> thank you. I'm, right, happy, I happen for no. you for you, Nightwing. Yeah, the, 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 only the first one's free. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's said right. the drug lord.
2: Uh, but but Cito, aka uh, Andres, obviously, aka <laughs> Nightwing. Uh, welcome to the show, brother. It's uh, it's amazing. It's fun. To, it's wonderful to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, gents. Uh, it's a pleasure.
2: Right on, right on. Uh, So first things first, we have to, of course, address the overwhelming elephant in the room besides Charlie's uh, voice modulator. Uh, Where did the nickname Nightwing come from? Or why are you a fan of Nightwing? Uh, So yeah, you're the only one who
3: calls me Nightwing and it makes me so happy. Yeah, well, I mean, I I love it. Um, But actually, my uh, nickname that most of my coworkers know me as is Cito, uh, because it's a lot easier to say than Andres Alejandro Ponce for a lot of people. Nightwing is
2: pretty. Yeah, yeah
3: it's a lot it's a lot um so uh sito for short or nightwing as uh, my wonderful brother ethan calls me um but i love nightwing nightwing uh i found out about nightwing through teen titans on the the time episode where starfire goes back in time and mm-hmm. everything is messed up and all of a sudden this giant hunk with long hair shows up <laughs> and then you Holy. find out it's robin and i'm like Oh, what? And then, of course, you know, you go down the dive the the rabbit hole. You find out this character's been around for, you know, a decade or two. And um, you find out everything you know. And I've always loved Batman. I think my first superhero was Spider-Man. But then, you know, you grow up. Christopher Nolan movies comes out. Then Batman, you know. But then once I found Nightwing, I was like, oh, my God. He's Batman. And he's just as tragic of his character. But he chooses to uplift he chooses to rise and he he does he's not brooding and it just it, it's it's never left and you know it's he's kind of like spider-man in that way right you know spider-man
4: mm-hmm.
3: always brings out the the goofiness and the silliness and it all and so to
0: man, have man, that counter back the perfect. plethora of women that spider-man has is too
4: bad. <laughs> wow that's yeah. not wrong I mean, I mean, I mean, we know what nightwing does yeah we do with that booty <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah the thing, the thing is that the night I mean literally every iteration of the uh, of his of his anytime he shows up in comics, movies, games, the ladies always mention his ass. Uh it's it's it, even the newest game Gotham Knights is mentioned multiple times. Yes. So uh, yeah, it's
3: Also uh, right whenever there's a like not every time but a lot of times when there's a dystopian version of a of a DC story, Nightwing dies.
0: Yeah, is yeah. That true. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much.
4: Yep, what, what,
3: injustice. What? Uh, the
4: what was it? yes, the, that's right, he The did big DC
3: villain takeover, he that was a what They like unmasked him and everything, you know. Oh, and wow. so he's always like that beacon. And then I love that when we, we rip him away, it's like, oh,
2: so it's so like the crimson crowbar. You, <laughs> what, what is do you know how you sound right now? That voice, do you have a theory on why that is? Why? He's always removed from. Oh, I mean, it's,
3: you know, they've done a lot of things, too. Like they turned him into Rick Grayson, you know, and that was a that was a thing. Um, they had like the super spy version of him. And so I think like at root, he's the first Robin. Right. And the reason that they created Robin was to get kids in on this Batman craze. And so I think he's always just been the kind of the, the, the counter to the darkness that Batman represents. And not to say that Darkwing Nightwing can't be dark, like as we saw in Titans, like that first uh, season.
0: Titans.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like yeah. that is not a happy well, no, I, I saw
0: it. I just pretended I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> to dub the,
2: the, the newest show. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. It's not as bad as you think it would be. Like Titans Go, I hated it initially, and I actually watched a couple episodes. I'm like, it's. Not as serious, obviously, but it's it's not that bad. They do something. No, he's he's just, talking about the, the live
0: action Titans. titans with, oh, uh, with Wonder yeah. Wonder that's not bad. bad either. The first yeah, one yeah, was pretty bad. That bad yeah, I agree. Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. That's
1: okay. <laughs> it's not for
3: everybody. I loved it. I also, I just loved also seeing a decoration that wasn't just smiley and showing his ass the whole time, and like actually felt for him in a way that I hadn't. So, Remember, but yeah, I no. think
0: his best line in that entire series was "fuck Batman." Yeah, yeah. You did watch. How much did you
1: watch? Because that was the first episode. I actually first had season. to
3: stop. Um, me and my wife have been watching it, and we had to stop after uh a, the big uh, death in the middle of season three. Uh you, yeah. You, you yeah. can you can
2: mention this again? So, okay,
3: I just yeah. re- Jason just fucked me up. Okay, like I got really attached to Jason, and then he just like. <laughs> I
0: mean, <laughs> like, he'll be back I, in Red Hood in season four. If they huh? don't cancel, a, it. He, was, he was already ready. He, he was already ready when he killed
1: uh Hawk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just he did his Crimson Crowbar stuff, you know how he does, yeah.
0: It,
3: he did. And like, yeah. I was impressed that they got me invested, but I was just like scarred. So, like, we have to, we, I don't know when we're gonna get back to it, but <laughs>
2: no, no, it's, 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 it's fair. But also, speaking I'm of a getting baby. back to things, my, my clumsy ass segue, uh, well, we of course, what you want, we brought you on to interview you about, oh, your, yeah, I'm your talking ancestry. about Nightwing's ass this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> You no, know, it's, it's okay. We, we went to a movie last week, last weekend, right? And we were literally in a bar full of people. We sat down talking to each other like face to face for like three hours on like uh, comic stuff. Uh, so so it, it happens all the time. But we brought you on, of course, to talk about your stunts and your career as a stuntman. Uh, so See. the first question I have is just, how did you get into the worlds of, world of stunts and what made you, what compelled you to do so?
3: Yeah. So as a kid, I mean, just like you guys, big old nerd watched all sorts of stuff, right? My biggest inspiration was Power Rangers. Um, and once I got old enough to realize I couldn't actually be one, they weren't real. I was like, maybe I can play one. That's the next best thing. So I, high school, college, just did a lot of performing, singing, acting, dancing. I went to James Madison University and studied musical theater. Um, I thought I would, you know, try to get Broadway a try. Um, and I went to New York and I really l- loved what was there, but I didn't love what it took to become successful there um it just was the drive that i just didn't feel i had um and so before i graduated i was still committed to musical theater but i was like you know what let's let's do something else so i looked up stunt schools and i found peter kent uh former stuntman arnold schwarzenegger and he did, did his own uh stunt school called the peter kent school of hard knocks and so i booked a plane ticket uh to canada uh for myself and uh I took a stunt class, got a badass stunt reel. And to be honest, I actually haven't gotten that much stunt work. It actually got me more theater work than anything just because I was such an athletic person. Um, Mm. But yeah, obviously not doing stunts right now, I'm animating, but uh, right now it's just about kind of just taking in all the knowledge to keep, you know, keep growing until the right opportunity presents itself. But
1: yeah, short answer, Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that, I felt that. a no. uh, question I have obviously this is this jumping just getting into it. This is a question I've always thought about and I always wanted to ask different stunt people as far as like the nightmare things that happen whenever you're on on set cuz you'll hear about certain people getting caught on fire here like if you if you know about the background behind like the movie the Crow and all the crown kind of crazy shit that happened with those stunt people. It's yeah. like the worst thing that's happened to you or like an innate fear you have when you're working. Uh
3: I I'm a pretty uh mathematical person uh, I'm still I still like you know obviously take the risks I'm a stunt man but I I try to make sure I'm in in the best situation I think that also comes from being a musical theater background like you you're doing whole shows with people that you need to be collaborating synchronous on right and so you have to like have a root trust in the process and if it goes wrong it goes wrong you got to go from there but for me um, no I haven't been in a situation where I I got hurt um, I have been in a situation where there was like poor planning as far as spaces And I had a a co-worker who fell back and hit her head and Mm. like uh, on a wooden staircase. Um, But again, that was because there was miscommunication in the time. Right. Um, But as far as like actual pain, the closest for me is when I actually did do the fire suit. But even in that Mm. situation, I was walked through the safety procedures of that and told how I was going to be as safe as possible. Um, You know, and, you know, you do the math in your head. You're like, is this worth it? And you go for it. And I, you know, no first degree burns, just a little toasty. And uh for the next month, every time I thought about it, my whole skin just lit up for a little bit, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but spring since you bring up the, the fire, so we'll go ahead and show that footage here right quick. Well you have um, it down. down.
3: Uh, and that's Peter right there, yeah.
2: Right on. So so right here, I guess what are you wearing like a suit, or are you what's the yeah, so veg methods or I-
3: So there's a a layer of uh, fabrics that are are on me. So there's three layers of this fire retardant fabric. That is actually what my hood is made out of right there. You see, Um, Mm -hmm. and there's three layers of that. And then on top of that is a leather jacket where they put the fire adhesion right where that fire is actually going to be and wherever my skin is visible. They have a fire retardant goop that just all over lathered like i basically look like a sweaty mess and in fact peter had to stick his fingers in my nose hole so i could breathe oh, wow uh, but yeah they tell you hold your breath and you're all sealed up and say fire and then he uh Flame the
4: actual, on. F- yeah
3: <laughs> and you just see in the the footage of the actual shoot you'll hear peter going walk to me walk to me walk to me because i'm my eyes are closed i'm not even breathing i'm just
2: oh my god <laughs> And then I hear
3: down, and then down goes, and there's three fire extinguishers that put me out.
2: Were you... you, (laughs) Weren't you afraid? Like, Because I guess the thing is, nothing can prepare you for being lit on fire, or being on fire. Once you were in the moment, were you like scared out of your mind how'd you keep calm yeah no i mean
3: i i don't know if you can can keep calm right i think you just take that energy and you realize this is that moment right and so i remember in the video you'll see there's one moment where i just go like i was just feeling it, like i was you know it's hot i'm in pain like i'm not in seething pain, but it's hot. But I'm like, this is, this is my 15 seconds. We got to do whatever we're going to do. And then there's mm. like this one shot of like all the fire above me, you know? So oh, yeah. I was afraid, but you know, just like when you're on a roller coaster, or you go bungee jumping, like you, mm-hmm. you, you let it, you let it drive you. Right. Uh, or, or you back out Fair enough. You know? Well,
2: I guess one thing that may help too, is, um, you mentioned before a couple of times your teacher. And I, of course it is the, uh, one another, uh, Peter H Kent who worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, what was it like working with him?
3: He was awesome, and he's actually a, a politician in Canada as well.
2: Jeez. <laughs> he's a busy man.
3: He's he's a councilman, yeah. And um, I actually think my class was one of the last ones he did before he's kind of like ded- started dedicating his time to, to that completely full time. Um, but he's really cool, he was um really supportive, and he loved that I, I was a the only POC in, in the group, and oh, wow. B, I was the oh. only American because everyone else wow. was from Canada, and wow. he just like <laughs> kind of was just like you're mine come here like (laughs) um, i guess that probably
0: partially answers my question of uh how'd you find your first role doing stunt things uh
3: so i again i actually haven't been like cast in a movie or a tv show for stunt work but my stunt reel got me a lot of uh footage and, and visibility from theaters um more particularly children's theaters because Uh, If anyone loved to see a guy who's smiley doing flips, it's kids. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, so I actually did that for a pretty sizable chunk of time. So I actually really don't have that much actual stunt work. I'm just a a stunt man who acts and animates.
2: (laughs) Hear that, everyone? Uh, If if you're in search or in need of a stunt man, we have uh, Mm the greatest one of all time right here. I also like how, basically, in a sense, (laughs) you were the Robin, aka Nightwing, to. Peter Kent's Batman of some he was his <laughs> chosen uh, protege, so to speak, so that's pretty dope. That's pretty I dope. bet he'd love
1: to hear that yeah. so um, all that being said, a question I want have then, uh, what is your your dream role, I guess as a stunt man who what character stuntman. person would you want to be a stunt man for?
3: I mean, the big one's obvious, right right um, but as a stunt man I guess being Miguel O'Hara would be badass. That'd be fire. That'd yeah, be, that would be, be, that that would be a really funny, iconic, fun, iconic role to play and, and commit to like the flexibility and the darkness of that. Um, but yeah, no, I've never really thought about dream stunt roles. You know, usually it's like you come up with the problem and you find the solution. You know? so,
2: so there's one other thing, too. You obviously have a, a background with martial arts um, and, and doing all kinds of. Uh, I think it's not called a B-roll. What's that called when you do that uh, kind butterfly of... Butterfly kick. Butterfly kick kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's um, a couple
3: different windmill... Some people call it windmill kick, but... Um, yeah, sorry. You had a question?
2: No. let let me know, obviously, Jaime Reyes, uh, other other characters that are in the DC, and you're a huge comic book fan yourself, and Jaime Reyes is a, a person of color, and he's a new movie coming out. Yes. Uh, it'd be cool, obviously, if you were to be able to be a superheroes. superhero, stunt person because you actually yeah. kind of like you're, like, you're, you gotta look like you actually Ryan's do movie. yeah even like, Yeah, you could actually be cast as jami Reyes himself but <laughs> thanks uh, thanks it's already yeah. a little
3: too late for that that one's already been filmed but yeah. Uh, yeah. uh but i'm excited to watch that too um there aren't enough enough, enough latino superheroes and I, I get why it's a complicated uh place to, to 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 tread because latinos are a proud group but they're not a collective group i know right
4: had yeah.
3: i have family members who couldn't even watch moana because we're from puerto rico and they didn't even want to see any other islands like oh my gosh really wow, it's okay. written by lin manuel he's
2: puerto rican like right and-, and isn't that in hawaii though too it's, yeah. a, it's hawaii right hawaii I or, I like it's in no, no,
3: it's no, it's it's some it's uh in uh South Asia, it's uh, main islands, yeah. Okay, I can't remember um, where
2: that was said, okay, but yeah, they were not feeling it because it wasn't specifically Puerto Rico, yeah. I'm you know, just like, it's fine, you know. Jeez, I don't know bro. how we got to that tangent, my bad. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what we that's do, what that's what our specialty, yeah. We, 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 yeah, exactly. That's our, now, that's our brand is the tangent. a
0: couple times you mentioned uh that you do animation, uh, you are do you have any work that you've done animation on or that you're working on?
3: That's actually a very recent uh, venture I've been going about during COVID. Obviously there's not a lot of performance work. So I, I, uh, me and a friend, we uh, learned how to, you know, stream and edit and I taught myself Premiere Pro and that enabled me to get, uh, you know, tiny cute little reel, like little motion stuff. And that, kind of like the stunt reel, uh, a lot of theaters needed video editing work because they had all these plays they wanted to turn into film so I did that got a more extensive reel and uh, long story short through a couple connections and uh, the right timing I got a job uh, as a freelance at first but now I'm a junior motion designer at Stampede Studios um, and I do I do have a lot of st- stuff it's just uh, we're so busy that I can't really stop and put it together but uh mm-hmm. I got to work on um, a lot of cool cool stuff recently I learned how to do an infinite zoom um, and like loop it together uh but yeah that's still a little a little new so i'm, I'm waiting till like, i kind of like really have the, the the things that i i put my all into and like you know cleanly put it all together yeah, yeah that's awesome.
0: congratulations on actually getting a job doing that that's a that's not an easy thing i feel like
3: it, it was i mean it was tricky and it definitely was an adaption because i've been i've been freelance actor my whole life like you know hopping from job to job and then all of a sudden it was nine to six
4: yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but, yeah.
3: And um I also have Monster ADHD, so I kind of you know adapt and, and figure that out. But I feel like the easiest transition was learning the programs because uh after I taught myself Premiere Pro, I realized all the Adobe softwares are so similar. And translating that was like changing new video games, right? Like you get a new mm-hmm. UI, same objective, but you're just having to do it in different ways. And I was like,
2: oh, this is
1: we we can rework this, you know. <laughs>
2: Right on. Right You're on. better
1: than me because I see After Effects after learning Premiere Pro, and I'm like, I, I don't, another one? I don't know like, <laughs> like, damn it. It's more shit for me to learn. It's crazy. It's but a you lot. Get it's a
2: lot. Uh, you you, you uh, will obviously move on real quick. Uh, but won't keep you too much further, but I guess we will keep you further because we're on the show the whole time. But uh, you mentioned you touched on video games and things of that nature. You obviously are a celebrated uh, nerd of color, which is great. Uh, I wanted to ask you because I don't know this. Uh, what is like your favorite video game and what are some of your favorite ways to pass time past the time when you're just not doing a being a stuntman?
3: Uh, definitely number one game of all time. Smash Bros for me. It's, I mean, all of them hold a special place in my heart, but I think ultimate just really has brought in the whole package together. Right. And I can, mm-hmm. I play, I have friends that I haven't like seen in years, like from college, but they'll just text me and be like, smash, smash, hop in an arena and play with them. And um, I love that. Smash enabled me to fall in love with other video game franchises. Like there are literally mm-hmm. games I would never have played if I didn't play Smash. And in fact, like now I'm playing multiverses a lot, and it's essentially doing the same thing with a bunch of Warner Brothers properties. Like mm-hmm. I had never watched Steven Universe until I played multiverses and found out about Garnet, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. And so uh
3: that kind of like inclusion and like games that are both easy to obsess with, but also get people in on the ground level, those are my mm, I love that. See though, be careful. Warner Brothers is
1: a bad word on the show. No, no that's no. fair we, we can
3: we can critique them all day you know that's that's fair
0: i mean bad word what makes you say it's a bad word here
1: i mean they have good things sometimes they, they, sometimes i mean the honest honest is saying, left eyebrow twitches whenever he hears the word <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 yeah.
2: the, the, but, but partly is too is we're obviously we're all uh, nerds here we're such hardcore fans of the source material that. We can get picky about it and be particular and everything. So, of course, the standards can be higher for it. It's all right.
0: I I don't have crazy high standards for Warner Brothers. I just need them to like not make Matrix Four again.
2: You don't have crazy (laughs) high standards for Warner Brothers. You can't.
0: can't. We 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 promised on this show we'd never be
2: that bring that that movie up ever again. We promised. What about (laughs) Space Jam: New Legacy? And that's the show, folks. Uh, We got to go now. What is the live action
0: that came out a couple?
2: You know, I, I, I mean but we'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Where's, where's your mic button? Is that your mic button?
0: Uh but but it's uh... flash had a bang in a season. I'm just throwing that out there.
2: <laughs> That's good. Uh, I fell
3: off once they killed off Josh Sagata.
2: When was that? What what, what season was? Good, that? good idea. Very good Yeah.
3: Idea. It was season, I think end of season three for Flash and end of season five for Arrow. Well you, but it was really those that. are so
2: much the shows are like still like nine seasons long.
3: No, okay. I know. And I really it wasn't even that. I, I gave the beginning of Arrow a chance. And then they did the Mayor Oliver Queen storyline again, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hi, I can't, I can't." I, we literally did this two seasons ago. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I no. lost Roy because of this. No, thank you.
2: <laughs> oh yes, yes. good uh, gracious. Uh, before we go too many tangents here, uh, was there anything else before we move on to the next part of the show? Was there any other questions y'all had for for our wonderful stuntman here, Mister Andres? Uh,
0: is there a, a stunt particularly that you you've seen that you want to try one day, or
3: uh yeah well i want i want to learn how to do a 360 backflip for sure uh but i also want to do an actual like jump off a building like into a big oh. big uh you know cushion Brave boxes mess, whatever man. no i really want to do it like, really hey, how,
0: how i also want a building what, i mean <laughs> what,
3: whatever i know mathematically will be safe for me to land on right like i'm not going right. to fall off the skyscraper knowing that i likely miss right but i also want to skydive one day like that would be cool too Fantastic. you know
2: Fantastic. Uh, so Charlie... you know,
3: again, like skydiving, right? Like, there's like a you know, there's a small chance, very small chance this ain't gonna work out, but like you're mathematically like everything should be good to go.
2: <laughs> but that's that's what makes it fun is the is the thrill is the exact hint of danger. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Charlie, did you have one? We couldn't hear your mic was off. I think. Yeah, we still can't hear you, bro. You? Yeah, you
0: still muted, brother. And it's not me doing it. I didn't. I did no, we, yeah, we didn't. No, yeah, we didn't. We
2: didn't mute you this time. Um. Oh well, no! Is Mike get out on him? Uh, we will get that straight, uh, hopefully soon. I'm guessing what Charlie was going to ask you was also you test, have some tests. There we go. go.
1: Okay, damn. I don't know that happened. Uh, yeah, my question for you is like, how do you stay prepared in like for a potential stuntman role? Like, do you, as far as like your body prepared, your mind prepared, like, what's your workout regimen like?
3: I, i'm not in the same shape, so um, for me it's like you know just saying generally active i'm super adhd so i don't have like a strict workout routine but like mm-hmm. whether that's like having a song then i do the same you know re- exercise between the verses right you know mm-hmm. repetition is key but as far as like being prepared for the actual stunt ask all the questions ask every question that you possibly can because you don't want any unknowns right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. any tiny unknown has been proven that's where things go go wrong. So ask questions, ask consent, right? And look people in the eyes when you ask to, because I feel like in more situations when your body's on the line um, as an actor, you feel like you have to do it. Otherwise someone else is going to replace you, right? But but that's not worth your body if you know like it's going to be at risk because then you don't have that body. They're going to replace someone anyways, right? So Mm. never put your safety on the line like unwillingly or like un like i said mathematically like make sure everything's good
2: that's a good question uh, speaking of risks, so and dangers of that nature this does bring up our last clip here um you obviously had experience in training with weapons uh, and, and also taking squibs too mm-hmm. um what was that like and is that that was the process of actually learning how to use weapons uh was was that was that dangerous? Was it? Did you feel safe? Do you feel safe yeah. now being shot at with squibs and everything?
3: Yeah, no, I've I've shot I've gone to shooting ranges before. I mean, I'm not a gun fanatic, but you know, they, they're they're around. I'm not gonna you know, and that was part of a stunt guy, right? Like they're going to be asking you to do that if you want to be in stunts. So I was like, all right, let's go. And it's it's kind of the same thing as the preparing for the other ones. You ask all the questions. You make sure you're trained properly, like you know. And with those, those are blanks, so no one's gonna get you know penetrated through a shot from those, but uh yeah like you you keep your gun down you never point it at anyone when the cameras aren't rolling you know what i mean so uh just
0: just stop charlie i see the joke (laughs) i see the joke i'm like i'm like trying trying to rewind like what did i say i
4: I missed it i missed it too It too. Leave alone. No, it. I have
2: to we a professional. Professional like podcasters. A, the most intoxicating
3: <laughs> grin in the corner.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Trying <I> <laughs> uh, But yeah,
3: it's it's basically the same thing. You you got to ask the questions. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure the people who are telling you to do
2: know what they're talking about. And if they don't, leave. <laughs> right, right, there right. Good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Well, uh, now that that the heckle and Jekyll have done theirs, uh, <laughs> thank you again. So much for, for doing all this you're, you're staying on the show you're not leaving yet you're not leaving yet uh but we are uh we're going to no no come back i can change i can change uh but but we're actually gonna keep you on the show we're gonna move into uh the next part here of course which uh is
4: everything here. is proceeding as i have foreseen
2: i thought you could play the uh what's it called the um other one charlie
1: oh it'll come don't oh. rush me i'm at my own pace right now i got this You're good. Um, yes Tells of the Jedi, guys. This, for me, is something that I've been waiting on forever since they did that announcement. I don't know how long ago about all the different uh, projects they're working on when it comes to Disney stuff and Star Wars. Rather, the Acolytes, uh, the Mando season, all the other stuff. I've been really looking forward to this because it is the return of literally my favorite character in Star Wars being Ahsoka Tano. Um, and then it's also finally given like a background and given some love to Count Dooku. Um, if you're a fan of, if you've read any of the novels and seen them in any other context, people know how badass Count Dooku actually is with him being, I think, either the best or like arguably one of the best saber duelists in the history of Star Wars, period, with his style and how well he is with it. So getting to see him showcase as a younger version, his lead-up to his turn to the dark side was sick. Uh, music was sick. Writing was dope. I honestly can't... I'm biased. Obviously, I'm biased. I can't think of a negative thing I did not like about show about this show in particular and these episodes. It was done immaculately well to me personally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Sido obviously as our guest, uh, if you have some things to say off top, so what you got? Yeah, no, I
1: i,
3: I agree with you, Otis, on a lot of those points. I'm 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 oh, a huge okay. fan of the Clone Wars. Oh, I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> other Otis. We call him other Otis, Charlie. <laughs> sorry
3: Charlie. Sorry Otis. Wow. It's um all right. it's all right. I agree with you, Charlie. Uh I really enjoy uh enjoyed the darks dooku's just like journey um i didn't read any of the lore on him per se but it was nice to see that he wasn't just a mustache twirling guy like you saw mm-hmm. why he turned to the dark side why he does not trust didn't trust the just the jedi order um yeah it was nice filling in those gaps i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. right
2: uh, uh, all right uh charlie number one aka otis number one uh, what do you think buddy i thought it was pretty solid
0: um, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed seeing some of the, the backstory, you know, to Dooku. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily need the baby Ahsoka episode. I mean, and it wasn't a bad episode to me, right? It just was information that I didn't necessarily like, wasn't like craving. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but seeing uh Dooku versus Fake Yoda was pretty solid in uh that Yaddo
4: put some respect on Yattle's <laughs> name. Yaddle. All right, not,
2: not gonna do this. She has a <laughs> name, <laughs> she has a Christian name.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, fake
1: Yoda. Uh, he, he, he doesn't know, guys. He's he's pay Yoda. he don't know.
0: Fake Yoda. Um I enjoyed it. Uh I, I didn't love the pacing some of the times. It like I, it felt like slow, even sometimes in, in 15 minute episodes. I don't know how they pulled that off it. Overall, I definitely enjoyed the series. Um, I hope they do more of uh, of that content just because, I mean, it's so adjacent to the Clone Wars, and I feel that Clone Wars is the best piece of uh, content that Star Wars has ever made. Um, So I'm I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit more, get to see uh, more backstory on those characters that we've grown to be familiar with and love.
2: Right. Preach. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm a a good friend of Otis. I would die for him. I would take a bat to the face. Twice. For him, uh, but I, 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 he's thoroughly wrong, it's fantastic. I loved it. Uh, it was great. Yes, the the first story with spoiler alert featuring baby Asuka wasn't the most obviously overwhelmingly engaging thing, but it, it was, was slow, school, it was slow, mm-hmm. but it was it was still just kind of cool to see where she came from that she had a family. And because I, I don't, I've never, to my knowledge, I'm a little bit of a Star Wars uh casual, I guess, but I'd never seen her parents before, and I don't, I don't remember talking about her parents as much. So it was know, just kind of cool to see her. Was, yeah, I'm sure they yeah. showed them before. Talked about before, yeah. but I hadn't seen them that much. But it was cool just to see where she came from, her village that she came from. She came from very, very humble beginnings, which stands, to, which actually makes sense for her character. I also did enjoy seeing. It's basically it's a you're seeing two parallel stories. You're seeing the story of how Duku fell away from the from the uh, from the for, from from the light, and you're seeing how uh, Asuka came to it in lots of ways, and also what she had to deal with when she got mm-hmm. there and everything else too. But it's, you're seeing two people who actually is called Tales of the Jedi, and neither of them, as we know them, are Jedi now. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting and ironic. But I, I thought it was very well... I think, uh, Cito, you said before at one time, as far as how it's, it does highlight the hypocrisy of the, of the Force or of, of the Jedi Council, it also shows just how, how tumultuous the world actually is. If you're trying to be on the light side, it's almost like it's, you're doing yourself harm. You, you can't be that simple. So uh, I enjoyed it for so many reasons because of that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it was dope, man. Um again, prince respect on Yattle. Uh fake hey, Yoda. that's his, that's that's all Otis up there. He didn't really yeah, got it. Yeah, he ain't got the he ain't got the <laughs> juice like that. He ain't got the juice, Nick.
0: Um do like things like Cal a Woman. You say what? Mm-hmm. What? But
1: what did you say? You said something harsh and severe. I thought he said cow takes a woman. I was like, what
0: the
2: no, way? I didn't say that. Council of council of women, which is not bad, I guess. Okay, Uh whatever. Anyway, moving
1: forward, Yattle's dope. They are doing again. Filoni and Favreau doing their thing again in regards to bringing a lot of information from the novels, uh, a lot back. Like this episode, these episodes pretty much like almost mirror Ahsoka's. If you read her novel at all, it kind of mirrors a lot of that. They kind of did some things differently, like in the novel she wasn't actually at the funeral of Padme. They kind of changed that up a little bit, which that's fine to me. It's not a major plot point. Um, Action was fire. I'm kind of sad they killed the sixth brother off that fast. I mean, the fight was dope. It did a a good job of like showcasing how skillful this Opa is. I don't think Sometimes they get to showcase how actually good she is because she's an amazing fighter. And showcase that um, she's
3: not a Jedi. But that was right. like, oh my gosh. She said mm, that, mm, was mm, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was savage.
1: That was savage. She 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 marked that. Uh yeah. but she's dope though.
4: I, but, I but, can't but, wait
1: for her show. I'm so plus I love Rosario Dawson. She's like my nerd woman crush. I love to see her and stuff. And I think she fits that character perfectly. And I right. can't wait to see what they do with her. Um yes. they still to this day, I don't think. I don't, I don't think I've finished the novel. I don't think they show her actual death or like people know when she dies. It's probably in the novel. I don't want to know when she dies. Point. Don't tell me that. I don't want to know what she oh, does. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's, it's a while. Novel.
2: Yeah, I have no desire to see that. But the, the the thing was that the, you mentioned the sixth brother. There's a part in Rebels, which I know Seto uh, is a big fan of that. No one's a big fan of that. There's a part where, in Rebels, where someone Asuka is barehanded and one of, I think it's, I can't remember what number the sister is, comes at her with her lightsaber and and she grabs it and it takes it out of her hand. So kind of it shows that she actually. I'm not sure if when exactly of learned that, but clearly that's her one of her go-to moves. She knows how to do that without actually mm-hmm. having... She can grab a uh, lightsaber in mid hair kind of essentially. So it's really cool that they actually did that. Another thing too, of course, my favorite part of all parts is the episode where she's training um, with Anakin and I guess all the, the clone troopers about how to deflect or oh, see... The stun oh, blasters, yeah. The so blasters, good. essentially. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that is that it, it, it plays into... It leads up to the part at the end of the Clone Wars... Uh, episodes we saw last that kind of mm-hmm. that film in a way where she has to survive a, an entire squad, an entire squadron of troopers for on how long, and that and shows how she learned how to do that over the years. Doing and so then ending things. that
1: episode with that little clip, you're just like, oh, oh. They had to plan that out for a minute because that was I, perfectly interwoven. Right there. I really I, feel I, like
0: yeah. okay, so going in, deep diving into that episode, I feel like at that point in time, Annie kind of knew. That he was going along the path towards palpatine and he was just training her so she could survive that moment that's that's kind of my my guess on
1: that what do you think about that Joe? that's just not correct <laughs> <Is
4: that
3: okay? laughs> no. I, no. I mean like, i can I
1: see where you got that from but yeah. like May
3: because I that's... because anakin's one of my characters on our like late thing later this so episode like justified that so much for me because mm-hmm. like his and that's why it was so annoying at the beginning when he wasn't impressed with nsoga you're like going on with you bro like what's wrong with you why are you being a dick and then you realize like oh no he was ahsoka and everything he did it wasn't good enough for him so he's Mm -hmm. it's also not going to be good enough for her and like at first i was like that's fucked up and then i was like oh god he's he's making her better right and like it just it brought me back to my childhood when i would bring my rubik's cube to my my favorite uncle slash godfather and i would show it off to him and be like we'd be like okay, but can you, like, reverse that and flip this around and make
1: it that without messing the rest up?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, that's what the, okay,
1: yeah. I'll try, you know. That's, that's what I saw that more as, uh, going off of Cito's point. It was more, it's more Anakin seeing himself in Ahsoka, which you see that from, like, the first season and first movie where he didn't like the traditional teachings and things that the Jedi did, so he always did his thing his own unconventional way. And he's like, oh, she's just like me. I want to give her everything I know. And you see that in different episodes of the Clone Wars, and where like other other Padawans will be doing things with Ahsoka, and she'll do something weird that they're not used to. And they're like, yeah. "Who the fuck taught you that?" Oh, my master. He's yes. You know, this is what we do. This is what we do all the time.
2: Right. And in a sense, going survived. to the as I love a that's true. That's why she survived. And going into the comment as far as actually having stories that aren't just about Jedi, but different types of stories is a, is a really good point. Uh, we're gonna touch on this later on with Cedo's countdown as far as who he chose for his his characters, his favorite characters. But I think you're both all oh, of you are right. Uh, even our, our guest as far as it's having to think differently is what makes you stronger, as opposed to just going along with the crowd. And I, I love the idea, like you said, Cito, that Anakin sees that something's closer to him. There's a part in the Clone Wars early on, maybe the first time they meet or after they do have some kind of a battle where he says to her, he's like, you know, you wouldn't have made it as Obi-Wan's uh, Padawan, basically. Mm-hmm. But you might he make it as might mine. might make it as mine. Right. And it's kind of, it's the idea that you're saying that he sees that she is very much a thinker closer, more akin to him. And like you said, Otis, where as far one of y'all said that he the whole point of the training was like he's like yeah I need to, regardless when I have a meltdown or I go full blown the Darth side, you will be killed on your own if you are not at least as good as me. I need I need you to be as good as me if not better. Uh, And so he's gonna push her that much harder. There's no other Jedi that would push their Padawan that hard. So.
1: Plus, he always saw himself as better than the other people. Like, his main thing is he saw himself better narcissist. than the other Jedi. I think the only one he really <laughs> had super respect for was like uh, Kenobi, Yoda, and Windu, just because they were the only ones that were like objectively stronger than him. He's like, everybody else, oh, I'm better than you. Why am I not on the council?
2: They're not better than me. Right. Um, and do- with with the- so- the- it's the- like, I'm going to make
1: Ahsoka as good as me because I- right. she's me in a sense.
2: Well, let me ask you this question real, real quick to all of y'all. Based on what you just said there, Dev, do you mm-hmm. think he sees. The Pat, uh, Palpatine, he respects him or sees him as like his better, or is he? No, he fears a means him. to an end, or he fears him. Okay,
1: yeah, like literally, the if you read the comics, the books, or any other part, everything Vader does while he's underneath Palpatine is trying to find a way to beat him, because literally the Vader suit in general was a contingency plan of Palpatine to where he's all technology. I have force lightning; I can shut him down immediately, so he can't get stronger than me, and that's why he doesn't really. Whenever. Vader gets a Padawan. He's like, "Oh, kill him!" Because I don't want you getting the strength to beat me. And you saw that with Palpatine not liking the fact that Dooku wanted Qu- uh, Qui Qui-Gon J- Gon Qui-Gon Jin to like come into the fold. He's like, "Oh, so you want a Padawan to get stronger than me and kind of overthrow me?" He's like, "No, I would never do that. I'm doing this for you." But that's, right. yeah. as a, it, that goes back to the Sith ruler too. That I think Nick talked about it before. There's where yeah, and that's he mentioned it yeah. again. Uh,
2: They're gonna Padawan get <laughs> the <Padawan>. no, we <laughs> We're gonna get into that, and also there's a, and because I know all the people we have for our for our list, there's something that in one of our lists that directly ties into the rule of two and Vader and everything else. And we'll get more mm-hmm. further into that too. So what we'll get into that. So Did I you. guess um, are y'all, do you have any I'm other ready. comments or? But we do oh. well, I guess we, we always do our scoring. You always go ahead and score this. Uh, we start oh. with our guest uh, Cedo. Yeah. Your your score out of ten. We usually do out of ten.
3: Oh, for Tales of the Jedi, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna give it an eight.
2: Yeah. yeah. Solid. That's still solid. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Right on. Uh oh, this going went just go clockwise. What you got?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. also. I feel like it's a solid eight. Um, it could have gotten closer to that 10 if uh the pacing was a little bit better in some spots, but other than that, like it was a really well done show.
2: We're okay, fair enough. Uh we gotta go with Mr. Mr. C diesel. What you got? Yeah,
1: it was a nine for me. As an Uber fan, it filled in a lot of gaps that I wanted to know as far as her story and different things, so I was like, "Oh, I got what I wanted." Exactly.
2: Yeah, but it still worked. Uh, also, uh, I agree with, with with at least Charlie and with our. With, is, is this, Nick? Yeah, know this is this boy,
1: Nick? Nick. Yeah, it's Nick. Nick. It's
2: Nick. Uh, I agree. With you. I would give it a nine as well. I, I give it a nine largely because I, I mean, I'm, I'm a very character driven person. Uh, the char- seeing Dooku what, why why he became what he became obviously it wasn't solely because of Qui Gon, but to see that he had a, his <clears> humanity <throat> was gone when Qui Gon left and uh, I didn't think about that how it worked and also seeing Asuka just anytime Asuka just her relationship with Anakin and her relationship with Rex both those things were actually highlighted in this and um, yeah, I mean I'll be honest I cry I do cry <clears> when I think <throat> about Asuka and Rex and Asuka and Anakin sometimes so, okay. so yeah uh, but without further ado we can go Real ahead and get though,
1: you- oh. to getting the next point um, yeah that's coming that's Sith Acolytes which is I don't think they released a date for it that's going to be all about the of 2 and the, the Sith in general it's going to be a Sith show
2: Ooh, a Sith show. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, you see, see Cedo dancing. Uh mm-hmm. nice. Love nice. me F- some Sith Lords. <laughs> and yes, of course, a big question in the room. Uh yes, Cedo is a, a typo for his nickname it was actually Sith, and then he somebody like it o, <laughs> o Uh I thought yes. it was just Otis
0: backwards. <laughs> hey, it is, it is. Holy shit. To
2: that, that's gonna keep on. me up at night. I didn't know that. That's that is bizarre. I love it. <laughs> Uh, but now we're gonna go ahead and get into the main—I guess not the main—but the countdown for our favorite Star Wars characters. Uh, let me drop this here banner. Oh, uh, can you do the same thing as far as keeping up with the uh, banners for me? Of course. Uh, after, okay. Here, here comes the actual intro. let dance. Welcome to die, baby. Yes, right. You thought that you could take out the, the, the original blur down that had that explicit nonsense at the end with that girl good getting moist. I put it in there. And I put a laugh, I'd be laughing at you for you taking it out of there. You can't censor me.
1: Well, Her kind of getting you. moist is disgusting. That's nasty.
2: All kinds of nasty. I am single, by the way. Oh you're gross. Uh, <laughs> okay. So getting into our countdown for the blur down. For those who haven't been here before, for those who may not know, this is where we actually have a all of us, including our guest. We've come up with a a list of our favorite characters for Star Wars, and we're going to count down from our not least favorite, but from like, you know, from four all the way up to our number ones. Now, keep in mind that we know there's all kinds of characters in the world of Star Wars. We're not saying that characters that are on this list are bad. These are just our particular favorites and also uh, trying to keep, keep things a little varied. Some of us may have characters in there just to kind of shine a light on people that may not be mentioned that we still do like. All right. So there is no wrong answer here. It's a safe place. You are welcome to chime in with your favorites as well,
3: except mm-hmm. Jar Jar. Just kidding. No, no, we're no, no, no,
2: It's okay. It's okay. No, Jar no, It's, fine. Not, it's not, okay. not. It's not okay. That's. That's. that's, that's <laughs> I, I'm now. I'm sad. I was hard. I was rock hard, and now I'm. I am flaccid. And I don't know what. Uh, but okay. So we're gonna. The way we do this, we have a, <laughs> we have a guest on here, regardless when they, regardless when they mention Jar Jar Binks, uh, they get to go first. So Sito, I mean, uh, before we do that though, real quick, before we do that, uh, Otis, if you could please. Uh there up? No, no, not that, not that. Where did I put it? Where did I put it? Oh yes, mm-hmm. Otis if you could please ask me if we are going to just ask me, ask me if we are going to try to have a good time.
0: Uh, are we going to try to have a good time? Do
4: or do not. There is no try.
2: Now that was not worth it, the, set- the setup. The setup took a long time, <laughs> but I still did it. I could not do it How after all the time the that damn no. movie. Uh so had commitment. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm, commitment. I'm proud of him for committing to that. I was like, always look, look, look at you go. Always commit to the bit. All right. Uh so first things first, we have we're only doing our top four per person. So basically it's a list of 16. We do have some honorable mentions. There were on the original list, there was people that they're mentioned multiple times at the bottom of their list. So I'm gonna play those honorable mentions right now. Oh uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, click click it this right here? and it's the honorable mentions. Um, so Otis, if you go down to the bottom, right, the, yeah, you got okay, okay, cool. too late to right. switch, right? Just <laughs> it's never too late. All right, first I'll mention is, of course, Mace Windu.
0: And this it. scene, oh my, this, this scene made me a big fan, honestly. Uh, even more so than Sam Jackson actually playing him in person, seeing him oh. do this, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm.
2: My man, we always talk about throwing hands. He throws hands uh, in every possible sense there. And he takes down an entire army and a flying army type of thing uh, by himself, barehanded. That happened. So,
1: For me, my love for him kind of stemmed from like, he's probably like the first version of Great Jedi that kind of I've known about as far as uh, Star Wars goes. Dude literally invented his own Saber like saber style where he implements the dark side into his fighting style
4: Interesting. Uh, for him.
1: Were, oh yeah because he's looked like that dude is, literally his gem for his lightsaber is like a gem from an actual sentient group of gem people that he got from them and like literally he's just like different in all That's aspects perfect. of the word different and buddy called anakin from the start he's like that nigga ain't right he something about him ain't right he did. um which is why right. I think Yoda wanted Anakin to like, hey, everybody's trying to get Anakin to go underneath uh, Mace, because he's like, oh, you just teach me your fighting style. He's like, he can't handle this, because if he does my fighting So he style, can try and stab darker. me in the back?
3: Nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to turn to the dark
1: side quick. Yeah, they can uh, even harder yeah.
2: and darker. But uh, that's I didn't know, that's why his saber is purple. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's But that's he's
1: cool. it's just like tripped out in like gold and everything. Like, he, he's that, he's that dude. He's that, he's that pimp. Literally, he's I think he's the strongest in that, in that era, like right, he's right underneath Yoda, if not he can probably go toe to toe with him because he can influence the dark side and use that extent. Which, buddy, like beat Palpatine in a fair fight, beat Palpatine in a drawdown fight, which not many people can say they did at all. True,
2: and that's true, how he did it. he did actually beat him before the, the cheating mm-hmm. came in.
1: Yeah, it's true. and then the answer, Nick, real quick. My list only is with characters that are currently canon right now because I could get into the Sith Lords all day. I we can do that. But they're oh, just man. not canon right now. I hope they become. canon. Revan's Revan.
0: coming. They they have to know that the fandom the, wants Revan.
1: That whole fire too, they
2: got that canon, that canon can can. can, can, can thing. Because when, they, when uh, Disney picked them up, is kind of a weird situation. We're not worried about that too much. And of
1: course, Nick, you can definitely be honest here. That's Please be honest. ourselves on the show.
2: Please be honest. Um, but we're going to go ahead and move on to our to our number two. You ready? Otis? the next, the next album mention. Next album mention.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's uh,
0: this fellow right here. Strong oh, man.
1: I'm offended you didn't get the animated series and the Clone Wars for the
2: there's a reason. about i Otis and this see those scene, things.
0: man, like, this is the only good scene of uh that terrible show. Book above that. How was it called again? I can't remember. They made me forget <laughs> the, the name
2: of uh, the bounty He's gassing, it. He's, He's
0: gassing it. it. He's gassing, gassing it. I'm sure hard, gassing, I'm sure gassing <laughs> it. He's
2: uh, <laughs> But that's why I brought it up. is because that was literally, it was such an amazing scene that people, there were reaction videos just to him appearing.
4: Mm-hmm. in that show
2: and people it was before he even he's only like you said Charlie wanted to see him in this Clone Wars he's only been the Clone Wars before this live action series mm-hmm. but the fans of the Clone Wars when they just saw a shadowy figure from the distance walking you see so many fans geeking, like, oh my gosh is that him people oh. they, 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 they were so salivating salivating at the possibility yeah. that it was him that's how recognizable that's how iconic he already is his silhouette Filthy. from a mile away on the horizon people were losing their minds over it the so hat, man. that's what
1: that Hat game strong. Uh, it's, 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 of course, it's, it's, a, real cow.
0: cowboy, it's a real life space cowboy, and You gotta love his man. Fun, that fun
1: story literally, the night that episode dropped, I get a call from Ethan. He's like, Hey, bro, you watch it yet? Because we were kind of updating yeah. each other whenever Star yeah. Wars stuff comes out. I'm like, nah, not yet, dude. What's up? And he's like yeah. highly excited for whatever reason. I'm like, All right, nigga, chill out, calm down. It's not that. <laughs> <same thing."> <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you watched it. Then you watched it. The second that episode ended, I called him and Gus for like 40 minutes. I'm like, What the fuck? Hey, he's here! Oh my
2: god! Blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, dude, it was that was an amazing moment for Star Wars fans. It was. It really was.
2: Sido, uh, obviously, you, you this is on your list as far as album uh, mentioned. Yeah, no, I, I,
3: I love Cad Bane. He's one of the most badasses in Star Wars, and like so many reasons. But one of my favorites is that he learned from getting choked by Anakin, and he was like, "You try it again." Not gonna work this time with this all robe you know robotic throat and shit. Like, oh that's um, just
4: reinforced. Yeah, reinforced. Yeah.
1: <sighs> he's just... probably stronger than most Mandalorians. We keep it in a book. Yeah, he's killed he probably <laughs> killed taking
0: a... down like half of the ones that are left.
2: When yeah, he's on, he's on screen, you're
3: worried about lightsaber wielders. You're like, who's yeah. who's who's getting
2: murked? Like, <laughs> which doesn't happen. Which doesn't happen. Where you actually are concerned. For the force users and lightsaber wielders against, a, you know, obviously. A I worry less about and,
3: Bubba and Django than I do Cad Bane. You know what I mean?
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's great. He's fantastic. All right, so moving on to our list as far as our countdowns. Uh, so for our, for our, our, as our guest, Cito, aka Nightwing. This is your first one, and your Night. first one is a little late. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, yeah, go ahead and yeah, regale us as to why. She, she. I did.
3: love little Leia. Um, I'm, you know, like I told you guys, I did a lot of children's theater growing up, and I know we're in a weird time in the industry now where having kids and stuff is, like, kind of corny, but I feel like children are just getting smarter and smarter, and when I see a good child performance, like, I got to commend it, mm-hmm. and she killed it and, like, really embodied Leia, and even a little Padme, which I was like, whoa, we're really going in, and then, just to be that counter to grump old Obi-Wan, like it was just so needed, you know, especially because we're used to seeing Obi-Wan be just a little more
2: calmer. And and she was like, Obi-Wan, please, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so I-, yeah. I saw some behind the scenes because at first I was like, her acting seemed weird to me. Then I saw some behind the scenes of how this act this kid is when she's not on camera, completely different person. It's like, oh, she actually is acting. She really, yeah, I
1: yeah. was not a fan of her at all. I was not a fan of her. Yeah, like, she's she
2: doing this, and that's oh, no, she actually is. She
3: actually is acting. And it's hard. It's it's always going to be hard we got kids, right? Like we even when we watched yeah. when we played God of War and Atreus was first everyone was yeah. like Geez. I don't know, right? People but like if, if, if you put in the work like I'm going to show you respect, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Preach, okay. No,
0: I always respect performances that actually like invoke emotion out of me, and she she definitely immediately annoyed me, so I gave her kudos for that. Hey,
4: like, you I, I just many people
0: would have that's good. still hmm? though, it's, you listen to too it's, much you know, of that like, Drake album. <laughs> it's, it's, I, smoke I mean, I did, but that has nothing to do with this. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm being I'm giving her a legit compliment, like being able to. Like legit feel reaction. something from someone uh, yeah. acting is not a easy thing to pull off. Like That's I've right. watched several seasons of CW stuff. I'm just like, why am I doing this to myself? And I didn't yeah. feel that watching that. So hey, she's Illinois, but she yeah, she was real. supposed to be there, kind of poking at Obi Wan, getting yeah. him grounded because he was on his whole, you know, Bruce Wayne tip for a second.
2: Yeah, um, very yeah. much. Yeah, very much was. Uh, and I, and so, I'll be, yeah, I'll be uh, frank. I'll, I'm sorry, Leto's finish. I was just like, yeah, so she she did a good job. She did. And and I'll be completely frank and honest. I I did warm up to her during the show, but as I was cutting the clips, I watched some uh some uh basically some scissor reels or compilation videos whatnot of this of of time with her and Obi-Wan together. And I got teary watching it because I was like, Yeah, this actually is the basis or the premise of the Obi-Wan show was to have a man who was broken and in Bruce Wayne mode, uh, dealing with the grief and PTSD of having to essentially put down his best friend. And then also see uh, one of his friends get die, and then having to essentially work with or try to help help out the child of both of them It's like yeah. that's a lot of onto on, on put onto a person. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of mm-hmm. weight, a lot of weight. So it's yes, I, so I so I do I applaud that show for that. I definitely do. Okay, uh, moving on to number four for my man Otis East.
0: Yeah, so uh, going right to, oh. to what uh, Nick was saying before. I mean. Darth Maul is actually the first character that, like, really made me, like, like Star Wars, right? Because, like, I mean, I had seen the, the original trilogy, because uh, my dad was a super huge fan of Star Wars. And I was like, it's some cool stuff, like, I like space stuff, but I wasn't, like, in love with those movies. Seeing Darth Maul fight uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in that last scene in, in Phantom Menace, oh my god. Oh my god, iconic.
2: yes, it's super iconic. And, and, it's still then regarded then for as for him play. to be
0: able to come back in the Clone Wars and still be a uh, have like one of the better seasons. Well, no, I wouldn't say it because there's no that's not a bad season in uh, Clone Wars, but his return was a, a great season. You know, seeing him with his brother and then seeing how right he was about everything that he was saying throughout the series, and, you know, go uh, about Anakin and like what was uh, coming and Palpatine, uh, just, mm-hmm. Pal- yeah, he
2: was prophetic of palpatine um, he's he's one of those characters he's been in the prequel films he was also then in clone wars the show and he was in another show afterwards we'll get into later on in this countdown but he's always bringing it and his, his character is always evolving and growing um and i i, I chose that clip on purpose because it's a fan film which has like mm-hmm. 40 million views or whatnot but i chose that on purpose like, like you just said otis uh as far as how much how influential he was he he spawned so many fans of Star Wars because of that one fight scene that, that Ray Park had. Ray Parks had, in uh, 1999 or so. It's 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 an iconic, absolute masterpiece in this just in that fight. Uh, and so his character had to keep had to come back for more. He had to live on. You know, he's too great. Mm-hmm. To.
1: They did him kind of dirty though. all. It makes sense, but from the, like even going back to Darthmire and seeing the other Zabraks. And knowing like how like he's strong, like the hierarchy, like we talk about power scaling, like Maul is up there with strength, and then you get to where like whenever anybody mentions Palpatine, he's like, oh god, no, don't stop, (laughs) kill me now, kill me (laughs) now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because you saw him one v. Well, he even he jumped uh, Palpatine, well Sidious with uh, Savage, his brother, and it's it's so tough because I'm like, why are you putting him against these guys? Because on people with his scale or his level, like the fight with him when in Ahsoka in the third season, the clone, well, not the third season, the final season mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah, like whenever he's on screen fighting and doing this thing, he's amazing. Even when he didn't have legs, but he was going crazy, and he's just a supreme athlete. And I don't want to get into too much of his lore because I can lure Ooh, y'all yeah. to death all day. But Ooh, he's yeah. a dope. He's a he's a dope character. I love. that. Yeah, he's,
2: he's the epitome of uh, Will. Uh, Nick put in the chat that the Anakin is literally the Force personified um i feel like like darth maul is will personified there's a part where he rants at um in the clone wars where he rants at obi-wan as far as like uh you have any idea how much will it took me to just continue to exist to find you it's like that's he's mm-hmm. I mean, he's will to the nth degree if he if, if you gave him a green ring or a red ring or what have you he would destroy everything
1: would y'all say he's the vegeta of star wars
2: yeah yeah that's that's that's, that's fair
1: at least he's the vegeta the kenobi's goku
2: <laughs> that's, that's, not a, that's, not a, that's actually pretty accurate. That's not far off. That's not far off. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh so speaking of which, Obi-Wan getting into Charlie's.
1: Yeah, Kenobi was my number four, I think. Or i, I was Yeah, yeah he's my number four. Buddy, again, first and foremost, I'm always impressed by like the skill of these guys. And he literally has the he's the definition of defense wins games. Like his defense is a essentially. Like nobody can really get through his guard. Um, and again, Maul being as strong as Maul is, even when he's super old, he literally kills Maul at like, what, two strikes, three strikes, I think? Or I think it's
2: because st- he blocks one. No, two strikes. Two. Yeah, I think he yeah. blocks <laughs> and, two strikes. Yeah.
1: and that's with him, like, again, dude is, I, I love him when, it's, when it comes to his fighting as well. But the, another big thing for him is, like, his personality to me, whether it's Ewan McGregor's performance or even just him in The Clone Wars. This like sense of like that snappy, sarcastic humor we get from like RDJ in uh, in the Marvel stuff, but then he's also like really soft spoken. Is he's a very interesting character, and I love. I can't wait to see more from him. I really want to see more young Kenobi and seeing his interaction with the uh, the Queen from uh, Mandalore and all that stuff when he was her bodyguard oh, and stuff. That'd right, be cool to right, see right. and how that kind of. I guess if you want to get into a love story, that'd be nice too. But oh. I, I I love to see more of that. Um, just more of him and Qui Gon's early upbringing. That mandalor art oh. fucked me up. Oh my mm-hmm.
2: god. If they did a season two of Obi-Wan, that's it could get I mean it, it could get further into well means- I, no, no, I guess no, that's that's all this stuff happened in the past though, Yeah, as as He's rest. hella young. Like he's
1: I yeah, think that's- like 18, 19, I think when that happens or something like no, that, that, that that's that's like younger. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love it to happen, but we just couldn't have a Juan McGregor like be there for most of the stuff. It'd be like a flashback type. thing. be
2: all flashback. But, like flashback. Him, I would mind him like
1: narrating the whole event. That'd be cool too, I guess.
2: He'd be a good narrator. He has a good narrator mm-hmm. voice. Uh, so fair enough. Okay. Um, getting into uh, last and least, my number four—not the character, but me. Uh, yeah. Little, little, Grogu. little Grogu, baby Grogu. Uh, baby that is his actual. I mean, we call him his. Yeah, his the streets, and out on the streets they call him Baby Yoda. I call him his. His, his mama named him Grogu. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he look at him.
0: He's a Isn't G. Him? He, he they wrote out fake Yoda, baby Yoda. We are going to get, you going to get enough Yoda, i they they, 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 it's coming.
2: That's, that's, that's Otis alone. That's not me. He just doesn't know how
1: strong Yaddle is for real, for real.
2: was cool. great. was
4: Yaddle.
1: b- broken as hell. i got kind of saying it's lights of color, but it's
2: but, cool. and, yeah, and I mean, literally it. Yaddle is
0: broken now. We saw that happen.
2: And where's his mic? Go ahead and there. He's back here. All right, wow. so, so, so. <laughs> so grogu the 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 topic at hand, grogu uh is 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 the greatest he's he i don't know that disney plus would be what it is today as Mm -hmm. like a a channel or a streaming service if he hadn't been on mandalorian uh i'm not trying to hyperbole hyperbolize i'm saying like he he was that influential to that channel to that to that show to everything Uh, everyone everyone in their mama knew baby yoda Essentially, mm-hmm. and did, I give him credit for actually hiding it, where Disney in um, Star Wars, English film didn't reveal his existence at all. No one knew about him until you watched that episode until the very end. Like, what the hell? So it, uh, but it works great. He's an amazing addition. The way they have he actually, he's you know, largely an actual um, physical special effect, a prop. He's not uh, you know CGI, which actually only adds mm-hmm. to his character and his charm. So uh, and he has a personality too. I mean, he's a he's a little mm-hmm. devil sometimes. He'll eat. Living creatures that he shouldn't eat. Uh, he give Luke a hard time. Uh he's a great little dude, man. So I, I, I love well, yeah, yeah, you gotta give Grogu some credit.
4: Okay. He's a fifty
2: year old, three year old. He's literally a fifty year old th- Is he supposed to eat a hundred, I
1: thought?
0: Or he's, he's no, he's
2: like 50, fifty, he's fifty. But is it is his compared in human years, is he three or what he's like so he a three, is? he's like he's like four, maybe. He says four? Something like that. Like he
1: has to be like it's gonna be like a hundred, a hundred to two hundred <laughs> like, before he's like speaking baby. and stuff.
2: That's wild. So he, th- th- in that case, then if you think about it, uh, Mando odds are will not live to see, hear him. Oh speak. yeah, yeah, will hear yeah. him speak. That's Mando, well, yeah,
1: he's like, well, he maybe I don't. We don't have there's like no information on Yoda species. Right, like, literally the only known people that are canon of that species are Yoda yeah. and Yaddle. Yeah. And Yaddle, you only really saw her from the movie for a little bit, and she didn't really yeah. see anything. And now but you then see then, her in the phone, word, but now she's yeah. dead. I'm like, so it's just Grogu and Yoda now. Well, Yoda's gone now, so we. Hopefully, we'll find more information about it. It's going to like blow the internet up from Star Wars fans. Of course, obviously know. it
2: will. Uh One thing I mention too, is um, it you see, you know, that told me this? I know I, I someone I heard before. It's like, you got to remember, it's fun about Yaddle and Yoda is how Yaddle does not speak the same way, same way that Yoda right. does. Which means either he has severe brain damage or he in a weird <laughs> dialect in the South. He's like a thousand uh, years old. Is probably why he's as old Just yeah.
3: trying to troll everybody, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's trolling. Mace Windu do on the regular, uh, but yeah, I, I got a little bit. Okay, uh, moving on. Moving on.
4: Ah
2: uh, yes,
3: I love oh, Darth cool. Maul. Um, I wanted to talk oh, about yeah. the specific Rebels uh, era. I, I guess you could also conclude the Clone oh. Wars. Um, I wanted to bring up Sam Witwer. Uh, oh, who of is of who brought Darth Mauls to insane literally insane heights when he debuted in clone wars but by the time he was in rebels man i was obsessed with how just vengeful but also like sinister like slytherin like like he wasn't un- unhinged anymore he was scheming in the way he was manipulating ezra um and then just to get that one episode where there was like at least a dozen lightsabers on screen <laughs> like just like it was like four sith lords you know but um yeah, no, I I don't want to you know go over all the same points, but Darth Maul is just such an iconic and fun to watch character, and I'm I love uh, Sam Whitworth's performance of it, and I, I'm really proud of him for sustaining it and staying on it for Solo and the games, you know?
2: Ooh. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Whitworth brought a a new, took him to a new level because, like I said, Ray Parks was a great stuntman. Because he was already, yeah, Ray Park made him fucking amazing. made him amazing, but he was physical. It was all the physical. Sam Whitworth had to bring a whole new level to the character as far as emotionally. And we got invested in in Darth Maul from the Clone Wars animated series, not from the movie. And
3: a lot so, of people were, like, annoyed that he came back to life, which, like, just, to, you know, I get it, but, like, it's been worth it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I honestly yeah. wasn't a huge fan of Maul and still the Clone Wars when Whitford just gave him so much personality and, like, developed that character. Shout out to him. He's, like, a Star Wars goat. I want to... Really, at some we're, point, we're talking I need, about him later, too. I need, yeah, a, we, I need a Starkiller series with him. The, yeah,
2: uh, which has been talked about. But you need to watch... There was a... Um, a what they call a Schmodown, which is, like, a movie trivia uh, kind of battle... It had one just for Star Wars, and it was him versus. It was like a, it was like a, a lightning round essentially. It's him versus some other experts in Star Wars, and they had these, like fifty questions essentially. And Sam Woodworth was just rattling answers off. It. It, it, you couldn't barely keep up with them How fast he was able to yeah. rattle them off. He's, super, nerd duper he's a you know, nerd, nerd. He's a hardcore nerd of Star yeah. Wars. I also hardcore.
1: loved him in, uh, Agents of Shield. He was dope in that while he was still around. That was dope.
0: Right on. Right on. Uh, what about him uh, as uh, Dark Side? Oh no no! Duh. Doomsday in uh, Smallville. Are you rapping that... that? Oh my god! Yeah, he was. He was. Doomsday yeah. shows up in, yeah. in Smallville.
2: He, yeah, he it's Doomsday like the later seasons. Oh wow! Okay,
1: that's. It was that's, I, I. I gotta Doomsday. rewatch that show again. I don't remember how good it was. so I'm gotta go. I gotta go off Otis for now because I haven't rewatched that show in years. I'm sure he's makeup and stuff though. Have, have, uh, have was... a drink
4: or two.
0: <laughs> 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 they they basically made Doomsday into a werewolf.
1: Yeah. Essentially
0: how they personified um, him in that series. Uh, mm-hmm. And
1: yeah,
2: yeah, that happened. Oh, that happened. I don't want to see that. It was decent for me. I mean, at least
1: I watched it when I was younger, so I, I'm skewed in how I see fair. it. Yeah, of course,
0: yeah, fair of enough. course.
2: Now, speaking of skewed, it's Otis's turn.
0: I segue. Uh going into the, the the actual original version, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the, the real guy Yoda, the the archetype for the for features in most content following Star Wars, and then just Also, just a really cool character. Like seeing him fight Dooku in that second Star Wars movie made the entire movie for me. Like, uh, as a kid, I would rewatch that scene repeatedly, even though we didn't actually get a full-on conclusion to it. Mm -hmm. But uh, seeing uh, some of the nuggets that he dropped throughout the series, you know, are some things that I kind of live by. Like, do or do not. There is no try. That is something I kind of repeat to myself almost daily. So, sure.
2: Yeah, it's a great mantra. It's a great mantra. The, um, uh, speaking of Yoda, Yoda's one of my favorite characters of all time. He actually was my number one, but I, I gave it to Otis instead. But um, as far as put on Otis's list, but the, my favorite quote from Yoda is actually where Luke says to him, I'm looking for the great warrior, Yoda. And Yoda kind of chuckles and says, uh, Wars do not, make a, do, do not make a person great. And it's kind of like that's, I remember when I was like I was eight years old when I first heard that thing, what? How is that possible? And as I got older, I realized, yeah, that's true. War. If you're only great because of killing people and battling, that's probably a problem there. And also how Yoda embodied that seeing him later on in life too, especially where it's like, yeah, this is this shouldn't be what you're, your goal shouldn't be to fight people. Your goal shouldn't be this, mm-hmm. Luke. Uh, so it's yeah, it makes... I love, love Yoda yeah. in the pieces.
1: Um, He's the main reason why I get mad at bad CGI nowadays. Because if they were to make his fight scenes that clean in the early 2000s, there's no reason why CGI should
2: be bad now. That's why I'm not I'm just like, damn. Was that two thousand three, the first one? Or two thousand two. I think it was two thousand it? <laughs> not, uh, uh, episode one is is ninety-nine. Mm. I think it was at least three two, years between two thousand two and two thousand
1: five, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, hmm. yeah, two thousand two, two thousand five. I think that's
1: also there's a possibility we see Yoda in like the upcoming stuff because he was young and around during the high well, they're calling it the high republic era now, but I know it is the old republic era. He like bridges that gap between that and like the modern day. Or uh, well, depending years. on how far they go back, the older public stuff maybe not so much. That was like a thousand years. Right. He's, I think he's like a thousand in that, like in the prequel trilogy. He's like a thousand years old. He like that. died.
2: He he says his age yeah. in the original trilogy, like when, when nine hundred, some odd years you reach. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's pushing it pretty. Yeah. So he I mean, was around I mean, during
1: the Mandalorian War when that was a thing. Right. Yeah. He's. Been around. Find them. Yeah. It'd be cool to
2: see Yoda young. Cause I wonder what because is old as well and grog was very very small i wonder if that race when they're in their prime actually taller like, like more like buff kind of like they're not, not, not always that small
1: that's very much the same size no
2: it's the same size pretty much oh, okay yeah I was like, little like little
1: 500 bit. 300 something like that she wasn't that old um, i mean that's
2: not yeah well i guess for, that race, for them probably,
1: yeah, for yeah, them yeah so, mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough okay. yoda's broken as fuck, though just in case you're wondering
2: i, I wasn't <laughs> but i, I know yeah, he's great
1: <laughs> it's amazing
2: uh speaking of broken Yes, that's a segue. Uh, moving on to uh-huh.
1: Charlie. Yeah. Rex. Rex is, we, we talked about heroes a while ago and like the definition of them. He pretty much almost fits that definition of a hero to me. And for me, what I, when we talked about in my templates were as far as you doing things altruistically, you sacrificing your wants for the betterment and protection of other people. He personifies that uh, throughout the entirety of the Clone Wars where he's just so selfish and altruistic and wanting to help his brothers and other People of the galaxy, and even like even Ahsoka to an extent. Dude is just one of the greatest people to ever exist animated wise to me. Like yes. I love to hang out with Rex to some extent. i would um, be dope agree. as fuck.
2: Yeah, he. Uh, I'll be another another candor bit of candor here. Not to cut you oh,
1: be The best drinking buddy. As cap. By, by the way, I fucked up when I told you about the name is Captain. He's a captain, not a commander. Commander Cody's a commander. He's a captain.
2: So so Rex is uh, commander. About the I I, I could have sworn uh Obi Wan says they're very
1: in, but like for the entire cp everybody knows him as Captain Rex. Like even well, I'll, I'll give him I'm giving him his
2: credit. I'm giving his flowers. That's right. He made he made commander. you can commander. Commander I'd double check that. Let me make sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll double check that. Just to make sure. Go no, ahead. no. But he, I mean, he's a, obviously he said he'd be a Mason drinking buddy, but mm. but Rex, like I was as I was cutting the videos for Rex and everything too. There was another one I saw of Rex. His life. His, his wife is a tragic. He's a tragic soldier. He does everything he can for the betterment of, like you said, of, of humanity, of people. Uh, he actually is, there's a time when Asuka, Asuka actually says in plain English that he is her best friend. So all we all love Asuka to pieces. This is a person she deems her best friend. That should tell you something, too. Um, and I, I love there's a part also when Rex, when the Order 66 is activated, he's one of the few clones that's actually trying to fight it. He's trying. He's not actually just giving it that fast. That, that should tell you how much his will, how strong his will is, too. He's able to fight it long enough to talk before activating and killing mm. off, trying to shoot a soldier. So uh, he
1: became a commander during indoor during that final battle. So like, okay. yeah, he earned like, it. Then he
2: earned that. You yeah. earned the stripes. You earned the stripes. See, Rex is great, man. Rex is a G. He's a real G. Um, okay. And moving on to to my number three. Uh, it's uh, he's obviously another icon. We can't talk about Star Wars I'm mentioning at least Han Solo. I do feel like the most iconic character in the original Star Wars trilogy was Vader. There's no, I don't think that the Star Wars films to this day would exist without Vader. Mm -hmm. However, without Han Solo, it'd be almost hollow. You need that balance. You need someone that's got the levity. You need someone that's got the uh, more humanity uh, that that comes around. I mean, Luke was a kind of just a minor. uh, Leia's cool, but she's not around for most of the movie in the first episode, episode four. You need Han's personality to really make things work. He carries that movie <laughs> out of of ways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so say what you want about Star Wars, the prequels, or the Clone Wars series, whatever. Without Han Solo, I don't know if any of this stuff would be still be around.
0: Agreed. Which is well part of reason why I think the the newer trilogy flopped because they killed him off like immediately for some reason. Like, why would you
2: do Spoiler that? Alert.
1: He didn't want to be there probably.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah
2: um yeah but, he's, dope, uh, though. he's dope he's dope he's a g he's a definitely a g and
3: he has some of the most iconic land in star wars and that would likely not be there without harrison ford
1: himself 100
2: mm-hmm. 100 and what's what's the dude's he name? he for sure know? shot
1: first
0: yeah
2: oh, Yeah. he's of course but what's the yeah. dude's name who made cowboy bebop i can't i can't pull the first thing in there right now uh, uh Rainf-
0: ooh. can't remember but, uh, what about him
2: no but i know he's mentioned before how uh Cowboy Bebop and Spike were both Spike influenced is. by Han oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Solo. He's made, he's There's so family.
1: many like Han clones throughout multiple forms of different types of media. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Even yeah. in Star Wars. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, they try in
2: Star Wars. They try even in Star Wars. Yeah. So right on. Okay. Uh, moving on. Now, this is actually a fun one right here. Moving on to our number two for my boy Cito. Galen Merrick himself.
4: Hey. Star
3: killer. <laughs> Another Sam Witwer wonderful performance. Um, yes. I when this game came out was obsessed about all of it It was one of the first games where they used like interactable objects in in the space with the force mm-hmm. powers like they showed an example of how like normally games are cut and like preset with cut but like when you threw an object it would you know so that was the, the first nerdy part but then obviously you just fall in love with the character of star killer and The idea of darth vader finding a secret apprentice because of course he would he doesn't like the emperor you know Um, right and uh it was i i I always loved the dark side like for fun but also ironically but then like playing that i was like no there's there's legitimacy here like this power is unrivaled and then when you see that force repulse oh god yes yes. game over um
2: Uh, and thanks thanks also nick for the Characters game, yes, uh, sure. keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't cut
3: you yeah, no. Uh, the sequel game obviously is not as great. Uh, the marketing was pretty cool, though. Well, it was very, it's very
2: cool. That's some of the best commercials were fire. Yeah, I, was, I, I still watch those commercials, yeah. Um, but
3: um, I'm I'm really happy that he got to live on by playing uh, Darth Maul. Um, still mm-hmm. get to hear that the dark side Sam Whitware energy, absolutely.
2: Um, uh, I, back in the day, around oh, sorry. also,
3: and he's the most broken character in Soul Calibur 4.
2: He's in a, oh, he did yeah, make it really? in SoCal. Yeah, they did. Like, That's right. Like him,
1: Vader, and Yoda are in SoCal. I'm
2: pretty sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think even Geralt shows up. It's not Star Wars related, but yeah, they do that. Um, but they, uh, I watched, because I was I was really into the, the first game back in the day, and I watched some interviews behind the scenes, stuff about how they came up with the character. And I know he's lore now as far as being Vader's apprentice, but what they said was when Vader shows up in the movies and everything, the first thought you have is, oh, shit, you don't want to be anywhere near him, and you're, you're scared of your mind. They were trying to essentially find a way to, if you were to be the protege of Vader, how do we create that same kind of badass fear in, in someone? Mm-hmm. So they always, they always, every time you see him and stuff, it's meant to be like just an overwhelming sense of just fear when you see him more or less. Um, so, yeah. Also,
3: right. I'm, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that was the first game to use actual, like, actors' faces and create their models first? in the game. Yeah, like the, the, using the, the, facial, like, the motion capture software. Like, yeah. obviously, you can, like, replicate it through art, but, like, they actually yeah. had them... In the dots, yeah, because that's definitely that.
2: similar to his face. That's hundred percent his face. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Yeah, and that was one of the first awesome. games to do that. It's definitely possible. That's what. That's dope. I love it. Good all choice. They right. pull. Really good pull. He, He's broken.
1: I was obsessed with that character. Like my mom, I got. I have the comic. Like the actual novelization yes. of like the dark, the dark horse, that, yeah, dark horse comedy, yeah. yeah, bro. It was so cold, so clean. I loved his alternate variations of when he went into the dark side and became like an inquisitor, pretty much. Oh, ultimate, he's like, Lord, he turned Luke to the dark side. I was like, Oh, that's fire. This is cold. Oh, god,
3: I, I had way too much fun punting Ewoks in that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much fun, oh, yeah. yeah. that first game is great. After
1: yeah. I get on, yeah, next point. Yes, well, it's, it's tough. The Jedi just are hella pacifist. So, like, they have a lot of the knowledge to match the set they just don't want to fight. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I, I think part of so- it is
2: probably. what to go to Nick's point the Jedi or the Light side tend to be more naive at times in a way uh, or rigid. And that kind of hurts them. So, not that yeah. they're well, dumber, but they're.
1: It depends on which one you're talking about and what era. Because uh, Yoda, I think Yoda and, Ma- uh, and Windu were like the last of that era where. Like they were like they yeah. were warriors first. Like the Jedi were warriors first, and became kind of like soldiers in that era with the government being involved. And diplomats, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, a, the dark side do they do get broken? Their their whole thing is they get strong fast because they are always looking to get stronger, and then they're, they're not always controlled. Yeah, which is the right. whole thing with Galen Merrick. is that he those it was, it was just that was pure force strength. He didn't have a lot of intricate control. It was just pure like power and his control of. The, the amount of meta he had in his body.
2: Right. That old expression power without control oh, was chaos.
3: And just be being able to grab a stormtrooper and then have them grab another
2: one.
4: <laughs> oh, that was
1: fire. And then light him, on, light, uh, light him up. So much fun. Yeah, yeah but you know, that just, like, crazy. his whole, like, the amount of meta he was so explosive to the fact of, like, he's beating, he beat Palpatine in a whole lightning, force lightning battle without having anywhere near the control because he's just had that much explosive force energy.
2: Yeah. I mean you see it. He's he's what I'm not sure how much how what age he's supposed to be necessarily when he gets the lightning powers, but he's like a product he's a prodigy. He's so his it's his abilities are just are broken from very kind early of age. a plot
1: hole because Vader's supposed to be him essentially because he like is supposed right, to be the embodiment of the But mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. right yeah just <laughs> again the we get in the plot hole we're gonna be here for all day. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Uh so speaking now and moving on to Otis's number two. <sighs>
0: I gotta go with the, with the Mando here. Yes. Um,
1: jarring, my neck.
0: So, I mean, it's to see his progression as a character go from that, you know, the the typical trope of the strong, silent type to the nuanced character that he, he becomes by the end of... Well, the well, I guess continuing in Boba Fett as oil, well, but the, seeing him actually build a relationship, actually care about things, but still be able to be the badass that he is, uh, I really respect that about, about his character. And then I mean, the 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 spear scene where he's fighting Giancarlo uh, with yeah. uh with the black saber is probably like the best live action fight scene in Star Wars that I've seen to the date. I can't. See um, that. It's it, I can't it's, see that.
2: it's on the it's, it's on the same tier as Darth Maul in uh, Episode One. It's on the same tier. I, I would say. It's not
1: better than Obi Wan
2: Anakin fight to me. So you all have different fights. <laughs> we all, have different, fights. Fight? We, we all have different. Wait, C- well, Cedar, what's your favorite one? Your favorite fight, real quick. Well, I mean, I'm going to comment on that real quick,
3: because I, I, I understand what both of you are saying. Like, with, with the Giancarlo one, like, that one was so – raw. you actually felt like you were watching them. And, and to be fair, Giancarlo actually did a lot of uh, uh, his stunts, right? And so mm-hmm. as far as raw, like, fighting, like, yes. But, like, with Anakin and Obi-Wan, that – I agree it's not exactly a fight. It's more of a dance. Like, that is one of the most beautifully mm-hmm. choreographed sequences yeah. of all time, right? And that's why I love it. But it's not like – uh, whereas the, the Darksaber fight, that was – Fucking intense, and from two characters you did not expect to see get that, you know, right? Yeah, for me, that that
1: first. that Obi Wan and Anakin, it was just the definition of like the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Mm-hmm. Like, Obi Wan has the impenetrable defense, and Anakin's offense is just all out, so it just kind of just canceled each other out so much to where it was just a dance the whole time of seeing who got tired or who broke first or who lost right.
0: sure. focus first. Sure. That's why I love that story. So We're talking about the, the second one in the Vader series,
1: the first one.
2: The one, the, um, you told Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you yeah. episode It ends, three, episode it ends three. with the high
1: ground, which essentially like oh, it, again, yeah. it ended with Anakin losing focus. Yeah, because um, right. if he would have like, oh yeah, I shouldn't jump and be in mid air at this man, where I can't. That probably yeah. that fight probably would have went on for like another two hours.
2: <laughs> but I, but I do. You mentioned that's funny that you mentioned that the finale of Obi Wan Kenobi. I actually did like that no, battle But the beta series. Yeah, the, I guess the beta series basically. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I did like that fight as well. That was yeah, that was a good fight. That was a good was one cool. too. Uh, cool. my, my my favorite my favorite fight is going to be of course Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul in episode 1 because it is very much a shown anime thing as far as you kill my master I'm coming for you and you see how angry actually Obi-Wan for the when you see Obi-Wan clearly like doing his dark best trying to keep up baby. with him and he dark can't Shady. beat him he actually because he, because he has his emotions get the better of him he loses to Darth Maul uh shattered into the dark side boy. So uh so yeah I, but I the what I'm glad about this right now this conversation is how we can appreciate so many different elements of Star Wars fights mm. and canon and everything, and, and we'll all be right at the same time. So yeah, because that uh, dark saber fight is fucking awesome. It's, <laughs> it's a dark saber that that in and of itself that sentence should get you and rock it's hard. Like, a dark and it's saber,
0: sound like a katana too. Like that's kind of that's not kinda the best dark saber
2: fight, fight though. If we keep it like no, mall, mall, but I mean, it's, as far mall, mall
0: mall as live
1: action, killing with that thing. Yeah, you're talking about
0: live action. Kind of, a live of course, the animated version. Yeah,
2: yeah, You can't compare animes in the whole world.
1: I do. I do. Din Jarn was cool for me. I really enjoyed him. I, I I think a lot of spoil. A lot of it was kind of spoiled for me because I'm the super fanboy, and I've I've seen and know how good like the real Mandalorians actually are. Like the ones that were actually like fighting Jedi and invented weapons to fight Jedi. Right. He's like he's like a peon compared to like what can really be done with actual. Which I hope they get into with Acolytes. I hope they go into that era of like the Mandalorians in their prime when they're like. Doing everything to fight Jedi and Sith.
2: They're trained specifically yeah. to do that. Like the, the flamethrower, the all that armor, stuff is yeah.
1: made to get around sabers in the force. Right,
2: that's all point of them, and the armor too is meant to be can uh, kind be of mm-hmm. cut. But yeah, um, so fair enough. Uh, but moving on to, oh, where are we? I'm sorry. I'm uh, moving on to Otis. I'm sorry, Charlie's number two. My bad. Charlie's number two. Mm-hmm. She do it. Do it.
1: Pop do I can't get into how broken this man is and how amazing he is. Again, um, a lot of his dope shit that he does outside of the series, you read in his book. Um, I think I have like a three set novel kind of showing his backstory and like how he met Plagueis and like was trained under Plagueis all the way up until episode one when everything started. Dude is cunning, conniving, intelligent, was able to hide his. He pretty much pulled a Dragon Ball where he hit his power level from the Jedi, which. Was some of the like you hid your power level and your dark side and it's from Yoda, which is like again, we've talked about how broken Yoda is. So, your ability to do that and hide your intentions was amazing. They just for decades, you know, decades, for yeah. decades, and did slip yeah. up not one time. And his ability to manipulate people. And then, if you're getting into his books of how strong he is, I've talked about it in the show multiple times. Dude, he's so strong with the force, he has the ability to blow up planets with his Sith Lightning from like eons away with like a storm, a four storm cloud in space.
2: Right. Like, that, but, that was that was like the one moment in Rise of the Skywalker that was kind of cool just to watch. No, no context, but just to watch him pull his hands up and actually you see the lightning he, blast come up and like destroy ships. It's like, yeah, that's he's a god. That's, that's dude huge. literally he's died
1: amazing. in the in, in the novelization series and was like a four spirit, almost I think uh one of the Sith Lords, not Nihilus, it was somebody else. But dude is he's OP as hell. Um, and just to me, one of the better villain. Like if Vader, some people argue Vader is like the best villain of all time. I honestly make the I would,
0: step yeah. above. He's like for sure agree with that, but he's
2: like I think we're talking about icons like Vader's outfit. I mean, Emperor is amazing as he is. He's wearing just a a, you know cloth hood and stuff. mm -hmm. Vader's iconic. You can see as far as power level and manipulation in mind. The emperor is. A, is but for curious.
1: me, that's what makes him more intimidating. For the fact he's not there's nothing super crazy about him. It's just the eyes and the voice are the I things see. that intimidate you. Or no, like again, Maul.
2: You've seen Maul scream and like, no, kill me here. I don't yeah. want to see this man. was like, actually that fight right there. Is where he's like when he beats when his brother's gone. He's like, please. He's like actually like yeah. He cowers hard. He cowers very hard. And I, I'm with you. I'm old. I'm old as shit. I know it's like to be yeah. a wrinkly old man wearing hoods. Of course, that's, that's my that's my daily wardrobe. Something an
1: actor because I think he came back to play in actual same, in the tales of the Jedi. Ian, yeah.
2: uh, what's his name? See, Ian something. Uh, I'm looking a, it up
1: the same. But dude. Yeah, he's go ahead. Bob. I'm doing remember. that, uh, Ethan, not Ethan, oldest. You about to say something before I cut you off my bad. Yeah, I
0: mean, the, there's a different level of villainy you have to be on to be running McDemons? two sides Sorry. of a war yeah, at the same time, man. Like he literally the the running the Senate. And the clones simultaneously, you're, you're you're causing single-handedly causing a whole era of war and manipulating everybody exactly where you want them to be for years. Yeah, So I mean the, that's just a different level of manipulation. So and I, that's its I, own I genius,
3: too, because like him being the you know, going from senator to chancellor to you know, all that, like he he was hiding, but he wasn't hiding his darkness because politics and that whole that's grouping true. like how how do you discern who's evil in politics right everyone's dark everyone's good you know
2: exactly That's true. Oh, That's true. that, that is the, that again the, another level of masterminding is that he hide in plain sight in a sense like you're saying yeah pretty
1: much neutered the jedi like, i uh, am the senate yeah. bro and if yeah. you know star wars there's like a it's weird like the jedi and the sith always do this thing and when they kind of flip flop and who's in power and usually it's like the sith kind of stack up an army and just storm wherever the jedi are like rising up at he, he went in there dolo orchestrated the government orchestrated a whole war got his own fo- like he did all that and was like so all right clothes are kind of inefficient are right, we getting y'all up out of here he
2: went, he went trojan horse he basically the, the, the long he invented the long con whenever whatever mm-hmm. year this is that's that's the long con right there so yeah absolutely uh, now, now we're getting into... Uh, you guy's name quick. was Ian
1: McDermott, by the way. Oh, is that what so it was, I knew it was Ian something. We
2: were, we, were, we were around there, we were around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to my number two, and this one is actually a, uh, it has some audio, so let's go ahead and, it's, it's, it's worth listening to, I promise, I promise.
3: And How you doing Chewbacca? <laughs> you still hanging around with this loser?
4: <laughs> Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm
2: Hold up! I had to, I don't want to get copyright straight. For I'll get copyright for for voices, but uh, okay, whatever. Uh, the the point I wanted to the I wanted us to hear or talk about, of course, is Lando macking on people. Lando being Lando everything. Uh, it, it, <laughs> Colt Forty Five himself, conk hair. Mm. That dude was, was a. Was a, was a <laughs> there's a there's an interview where they're asking Donna Glover if he knew that, or if, if he's comfortable playing, you know, a, a pansexual space ranger cowboy type of guy and donald glover straight faces like are you, of course we talking about this there's we are in the when you're in the intergalactic sphere if you are trying to you know be all uh, ch- chased and not chase anyone that's out there what's wrong with you there's something wrong with you and of course lando is, is willing to get down with anybody and everyone and open that's, to that's all that's,
3: opportunities
2: like, he's a free mm-hmm. love enterprise kind of guy open to every opportunity like you said uh, I love it, and I love hearing the the anytime. So, <laughs> my dad, still to this day, will sometimes around my mom, he'll do the "hello, whatever we here" kind of thing. It's it's, 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 uh, it's always it's it's fantastic. I love it. I love it so much. So so yeah. So it's so a word to the wise: if you're trying to mech on some lady, whether she or or some dude, whether they be in this galaxy or the next, open always open with a "hello, whatever we here" and see how you, how it goes. Yeah,
1: he's also awesome. if you play Battlefront 2, he's broken and shit. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> he's, so bro- he's so broken. Oh my gosh!
3: How are you not shooting ten people at once,
2: bro? Because <laughs> it's not even like Lando's like famous for his gunplay in the films, uh, really. But you know. his gun's just broken.
1: His gun—he is a cheat code mm. gun, pretty much.
2: That sounds like Lando. He's a scoundrel. I love it's it. Fun though, very fun. Uh, so moving on to the number one for our boy, Mister Sito.
3: Don't try it. Mm-hmm. Um, my boy Anakin, I've—I uh, mean, I—I—I I, I had a really weird entrance to Star Wars. I watched episode three, two, one, and then four, five, six, right? So I watched <laughs> that big battle first. That was one of my first, you know. Uh, cl- and climactic Star Wars battles, and uh, seeing where Anakin comes from from that has always been really fun to me. Um, Hayden Christensen did a you know solid job to perform form as him in the movies where he could under the direction he did. I'm going to give him the props <laughs> where he deserves. But in the Clone Wars, we really get to see how he falls and his flaws, and how his flaws make him think he's great, and how they're actually turning him into someone he hates. And yeah. um, I'm a uh, uh, a big fan of of just dark heroes and uh, Anakin. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, like, that one episode where he kills, like, uh, I think it was a senator, and uh, Obi-Wan's like, Anakin! And he just drops it. Anakin just got, like, a smile on his face. He's like, what? Oof. Dark, and dark. then you hear, like, a light Imperial theme behind it, you know? Oh, like, oh. no, 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 no.
2: That's <laughs> so dope. Because it, I think it's not, when you watch the Clone Wars series, especially to the later seasons, it's like, yeah, you see, clearly there's a... <laughs> There's a big mm-hmm. shining, you know, beaming sign saying, "Hey, this dude is fucked." What are we doing? Like, I mean, he it's, it's... doesn't
3: think he's a villain, and that's of the best not. part of it, right? right? right. And, and you're you're watching someone who's who fall in love, who's lost their mother, who used to be a slave. Like this person yeah. had multiple tragedies come on him, and so not to excuse the actions he did, but seeing that journey and seeing him become Darth Vader, it's almost justified. You're like.
2: Wow, it, it, I would say it is justified for him to leave the Jedi. I think if there had been a third, like a, there's obviously light, there's there's dark, and there's a if he had, if it had been a gray category as far as we are the anti, we don't agree with either establishment fully, we are our own sect. That's where he would have belonged. Like what him would have happened if he
3: actually did take over the galaxy with Padme? You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. He, Would he yeah. have been that evil? Like I he mean, wouldn't have been Darth he, Vader. You know, the theory is that he's he
1: was going to be a Sith regardless because his whole job was to balance. He's a he's literally the embodiment of the balance. Force
2: to, to yeah, balance out, which he
1: he two. balanced it out, but but
2: then he, uh, then, he, then he then he also broke it though. But it was it was only Sith. Like, I mean, get past. No, there's only two of them. There's only no, two no. But them. I'm saying there's only Sith. There's no Jedi after. There's still after. Jedi. There are actually more Jedi than Sith. No, no. Look, but they're not really doing it. It's not. If you look, for example, look at Andor. And there's a world where it's where it's pretty much just the Empire and the Sith running things. It's, it doesn't seem like a balanced universe in that sense.
1: But it's like asking God to care about politics. The whole Force's job was to balance out the amount of Dark Side users and Light Side users, and yeah, now you have Palpatine who's literally like 200 Sith and one, and Vader who's like 3,000 Sith and one. With like the 15 to 20 Jedi that are around, it was pretty much
2: balanced out. And that's but how many the- how how many Jedi are still actually left? I mean, I know there's some. It's it's plural, it's but I mean, how bit. many are
1: if bit. you get into it's the yeah, just getting into like the games with like Cal um, Kestis and all his group of people, and I'm, he's about to go find a whole new. It was pretty much supposed to wipe the plate over and then let them rebuild and start o- over again, essentially. Right on, um, right on. Which I'm kind of feel like we were robbed. I really like a what if version of Star Wars in which Anakin never fell into the lava, because he was supposed to be the strongest being in all of because he's, he's literally the he's force, the, force. He is he's the, the force. baby of yeah. the force. Right. Like, literally, his mom was like. Mother like Mary from the Bible where she's got impregnated by the force
4: yeah that's that's <laughs>
2: there's there's no subtext there it's or sorry right. there it's like, yeah yeah hundred percent um okay so that's cedos you know, number one aka k number one moving on to uh mr Mr East's number
0: man, one man. Yeah. same character just a different part of his oh. life oh, oh I mean this is he bodied a different level of intimidation, like that is a guy that can literally just be standing in one place, not say a single word, and he is the scariest person in that room. So, uh, the big, big kudos to there. And it's just to have that level of intimidation with so little lines is it, 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 it's, it's impressive to me. And then, of course, uh, <gasps> the, the nod to the, the James Earl voice, James Earl joined to yeah, voicing did. him in uh, the original trilogy. I mean, mm-hmm. hearing you, him talk, it, it was on another level.
2: Have you heard like the whole behind back. the scenes? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was to say, it was real quick, the, the original voice actor, voice person voicing how Star uh, Vader was. It sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. But yeah, but um, yeah, There is no I was other just saying, in my mind. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, no. I mean, just having him come back for uh, Rogue One. Like, that was oh, one of the most epic re-entrances of any, like, <laughs> what? Let's put it at movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I family. watch
2: that all the time. Just his moments, period. Yeah, I do all the time. I yeah, did this
1: for you, Ethan. Ethan.
2: Hey, you brought him. Oh, hey. thank you so much. Oh, got to be there. As if
1: it. you are a Star Wars fan in any extent, and you have not read any of the Vader comics, you're doing yourself a vast disservice. Because Buddy is a literal... There's like a scan I think has been passed around Facebook a couple of times in which like he's surrounded by soldiers in a desert and they're like he's yeah. like y'all are all gonna die you know that right? Oh, <laughs> the one just, where the moth is hunting him. I is think so. Yeah, I don't know about. if he's on Tatooine. He's on some desert planet, and this, seeing how he trains the other Inquisitors, like he's literally like he'll cut. He starts with cutting off one of their limbs so they can just. He's he's just petty at this point. Vader is so jaded and petty. He's like, "All right, I lost the hand to get strong. I don't need to cut your hands off, but I will just because." Yeah. So each like, if you look at each one of the Inquisitors, they're missing a limb to some extent because he cuts all of them off. And
2: cocky. he like tortures them and
1: makes them go through torture to get stronger.
2: It's so cold, man. It is so cold. There's a part also where in uh, you mentioned Cal Kestis in that game. Uh, what's that game called? The, uh, game? the
1: Fallen. Is the Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen, fallen Order. Jedi, Jedi
2: order, right? So there's that part where, uh, because Vader obviously shows up at the very end of that, but before he shows up, oh the the uh, I can't remember her name, the person that's working um, pretty high up in the ranks of the Empire, and you just see her as Vader as as she knows she's failed Vader. How she's just, like freaking out, like oh my gosh, I, I failed. I, as far as I might be, I know that I failed Vader. He's going to show up here. She's freaking out. I just love the idea, like you said, as, as far as ruling with fear, he is outright. Feared even by the people he works that work for him. He's more so by them. More, yep, more <laughs> so, Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like, yeah, he is his feared. Pure. He rules with pure iron fear. Uh, I love it.
1: He's a Draymond Green of Star Wars. Oh, you guys, there's Who's this it? one uh, comic arc where
3: he battles as Darth Maul, as Darth Vader, like a, I guess, a ghost of Darth Maul, and mm-hmm. he almost loses uh, because it's two lightsaber versus one. But right when he he's about to lose, he takes its lightsaber and, penit- and stabs himself. And then gets Darth Maul behind him, and Darth Maul's like, "How? How could you have so much anger that you could beat me? What could you hate so much?" And he goes, "Myself."
2: Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's yeah. Fantastic. If you read the books and the comics, <laughs>
1: literally he runs on the idea of he's just always angry at all. Like you talk about Kratos or like the Hulk when oh, the that Hulk. scene in the movie. Yeah. Like he's literally always angry because that suit and he, in pain. Yeah, they like Palpatine built the suit to where it's always he's always in pain, so he's oh. always getting stronger.
2: That is fantastic. I didn't I didn't I actually didn't know that he hated yeah. himself that much. I know he just so like So he's like he head can't head.
1: sleep. Like the reason he does that yeah. sound, the emperor put that in the suit on purpose so he can never sleep. Gosh, like, he damn. wanted So he's that's, always that's angry. petty.
2: That's petty. That's that's petty. Yeah. I, so
1: he's always annoyed terrible. and always angry. So he wanted to Palpatine was like, All right, I gotta make you super strong, but just enough issues to where you can't fuck with me. Because I still kind can manipulate, manipulate you. you. Exactly.
2: That is, that is the worst. Story. Oh my God! Don't one. I'm glad he picked him up and threw him off the. the yeah. I mean, even though he can't survive later on, I'm glad Vader tried to kill him at least. Always um, in physical
1: pain, but he is out there. He's like that. Jesus
2: Lord. Um. All right, but just the opposite end of the spectrum. Um. We're going to Charlie's number one.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mentioned yeah. it earlier.
1: This is my favorite character in Star Wars. Um. I was when the Clone Wars came in like 08. Like me being eight years old and watching a movie when i remember when it debuted on cartoon network and they introduced this character i was like damn who the hell is this because she was just vastly different from anybody else we've seen up until that point and seeing her grow and be like the last of an era pretty much in regards to the jedi and she's to me like the best parts of the jedi order um encapsulated in one with the yeah. skill wise the personal personality She's just parts of Anakin, parts of Obi-Wan, Mace, and she was able to learn. I, I kind of see a lot of myself in there, in a the sense, because she just yeah. took so much from sure. all these different mentors that were just so goaded, and it just made her the super strong character. And so, that last season, man, oh my god, that final season of the yeah, Clone Wars, yeah. that mall fight, like, the fact she was able to 1v1 Maul and win that fight, I was like, damn, so she is strong as shit. Like, she's broken as hell.
2: But I even love- super sorry. No, no, no. You, you, yes, I was
3: gonna say she's a super reflective character, right? Because we mm. get to watch her start at the Jedi Order with Anakin, and and or I guess not start with him, but just like the way we didn't get to see Anakin training, you know, throughout mm. his journey, we get to do it for Ahsoka, and we're like, when she gets betrayed by the Jedi Order, like we feel that, like we I went cry, through all right? that with
0: her, you know, yeah great character uh, yeah it, it, i feel like she's the most well-developed character in all of star wars i feel like we get to see more of her journey than anyone else's and then 100%. we understand 100%. it because like every decision she made i was like you know what i would probably have to do the same
2: yeah i mean she, f- she, she, so that. the thing is though as far as like aceto if you could tilt your head your hat down some uh see that the nightwing you mentioned before earlier and at the beginning of the show <laughs> four hours four hours ago how nightwing or, or dick grayson's kind of a uh, perfected version of Batman is that how he, he's like a Batman, but he has more of a conscience and he actually has more of a soul to him. I feel like Asuka is a more perfected version of Anakin. Anakin is, like you said, he's the an embodiment and the personification of the Force. Ahsoka is that too, but she's not broken or uh, not as tortured as Anakin is. She actually is. She's also in the gray. She's not a Jedi. Mm-hmm. She knows how to use the Force, and she's part, She's one with the Force in a different kind of way. Um, so it's she's uh, more Ahsoka's independent right?
3: of her circumstances than Anakin is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so they,
1: to me, they encapsulate that the best in the one story arc of the Clone Wars, in which her and Luminara's Padawan are going through like this journey, and there's like oh, this yeah, yeah, monster, yeah. and you see her, you see uh, Luminara's Padawan turn into the dark side, and they're pretty much they they're like they bring her in to kind of show being like mirror images of each other, right. and show them being like clones, and then they show how the other Padawan goes to the dark side and turns down that path, and how Ahsoka could do that, but. She literally is like the perfect, almost like the perfect Jedi. But she's like the perfect Force user of like the great right. Jedi it's not. Movement.
2: It's not Jedi. It has nothing to do with Jedi. It's actually just yeah. Force. She's, user. she's yeah. pretty much
1: Mace Windu to me, where she can tap into the dark side to do certain things, which is not confirmed she does, but I'm assuming she does because sometimes she'll do stuff with anger. But she's not yeah. beholden to it. She's not exactly. beholden
2: to it. Yeah, that's the that's the difference. She's she also she has free will. She's free will. She makes choices for her own, and she's mm-hmm. able to make the right decision. I mean, like she actually chose to walk away from the Jedi after the end of the traitor the traitor and everything, the whole trial but she still she chose to walk away from them. It's like I just, I'm making my own choice, but make, make my own path. Uh,
1: All right. So yeah. Which is why I'm her. so damn excited for this live action series. And I feel like Rosario Dawson encapsulates an older version of her really well. And yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. can't wait to see what they do
2: with that. Yeah. When they showed her before in the uh, Mando and of oh, she, she both times she worked really really well. So yeah. I, I geeked. Know. I geeked out. I was like, and Rosario, oh, nigga, I'm in heaven. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And she did mm-hmm. a good job with the fight scene, too, that she was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get to my number one, the last one. Um, one that I'm not sure y'all are that big a fan of, but I, I love the Pieces. I like that Yes! Uh, Mr. Like Grand her. Admiral Thrawn himself. One thing we have to acknowledge is that he's, he's literally the Grand Admiral. I don't know how many other characters in Star Wars have that title attached to them, but it, it is special, especially given the fact that it has been, it, it has been documented how the Emperor is a racist, uh, which is why a lot of the, the Empire is full of the white people running around doing stuff, and how he still, he had no choice but to respect the uh, abilities of Thrawn so much that he still appointed him to the power the position he's in. He puts him on the other side of the galaxy, so he had to see him, but he still recognizes how powerful, how, how capable he actually is. Uh, and Admiral Thrawn, one of the reasons I love him so much is that he's as iconic, if darth maul is iconic the biggest icon probably in the prequels and darth vader is one of the biggest icons in the original films i would say that thrawn is the biggest icon in the uh fiction books the actual extended extended canon books with timothy zahn's work um so much so that if y'all remember back in the day a few years or quite a few years ago when they were having the trailer uh debuting for episode season three was it cito of uh, the rebels where they had where they debuted his character, you'd hear uh-huh. fans at D23 losing their minds just seeing his shadow as it approached. Like, oh my gosh, is that Thrawn? Is that Thrawn? And it was. That's how big he was already. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's amazing. He's, he's a pure tactician. He can do physical combat as well, but his mind, I, I, will, I will watch videos of just his quotes uh, on, on a loop sometimes because his mind is just fantastic. He's an amazing, cunning strategist. Right. Uh, i, love I think he's been
3: a key part of getting a lot of uh older uh like lore rich star wars fans back into mm-hmm. the series um, yes. he's just he's like like cad bane level just like scary and
1: he's got no force powers you're just like what right right uh, doesn't
2: need him doesn't need him
1: yeah. i'm really hoping i don't know if it'll be another season of rebels or i think i've heard a rumor in the cow in the next fallen order game of like when they have him come out of the other side of that hyperdrive loop with um Oh my god, I can't remember buddy's name right now. Oh, uh, Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger, yeah, like yeah. I'm hoping they bring him back for that because they're not dead technically. No, I'm hoping they're not they're dead. Not so dead. Back, I'm yeah. I'm excited to see them bring him back. I don't know if it'll be in what series or in a game or whatever else, but I'm hoping they do it. I bet he'll be back for Ahsoka. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you you mean, pa- yeah so I mean, was thinking what the... exactly
0: that because uh, they, they literally him. mentioned him. I thought
2: they, they said yeah, they cast his. Yeah, I thought they cast his hell yeah! So I don't know when he's
1: gonna be back in because I think that like takes place hella far after the fact. So like. Empire is gone now, so what the hell are you gonna do?
2: But also, there's time we're doing a time travel here, too. So they could,
1: two. True, true, yeah. true, 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 uh,
4: true. Which
1: wouldn't yeah. be kind of weird because they already established that with the Nexus thing in Rebels. So there are two time traveling, like, yeah. Nexus points in Star Wars now. I don't get whatever, okay. It's, it gets complicated, it gets complicated, but
2: uh, but yeah, uh, so that is our countdown for all these 16, <laughs> 16 characters. Uh, we, we've obviously gone really long, and Cito, we, we can't thank you enough for coming into the show uh, four hours ago and being with us for this long <laughs> journey. Uh, you're an amazing uh, stuntman. Uh, I'm going to, of course, put your uh, I need to get your let's get in here as I put your actual locations for people to come and find you at. So they can come and show you the love you are worthy of receiving to the nth degree.
3: All right, thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. Sorry, Otis and Charlie for mixing up your names. I will oh, never do that <laughs> because of do. the traumatic experience I just fig- had from that. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys for having such wonderful, fruitful conversations about nerd culture. Like it's 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 been really gr- great. I appreciate
2: so it, man. We, appreciate it. Yeah. we definitely appreciate that. I'm uh,
1: always loving to meet other new Star Wars nerds like myself.
2: Um, absolutely. Uh, and, and don't be a stranger, See You're welcome to come back anytime, uh, whether it be about stunts, whether it be about Star Wars or some other new new nerd topic. Love to have thanks. you on. Yeah.
4: Thanks, awesome. you guys. Okay. guys.
1: Uh, so guys, before we wrap up, church announcements. Church announcements. Congregation gather around. Um, we have big news coming up when it comes to Echelon side, we have again, like always, we have the two new exclusive series that are coming to Echelon G novels with Firelands and Son of Shaitan. Uh, we are working to get the digital copies of all these books on the actual website extremely soon. Hopefully, we'll, we'll send it, we'll give out post announcement, someone that it is a thing, so that is coming soon.
2: Did you want and to play your 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 real commercial that you made? I
1: don't want to play the whole thing. It's kind of kind of long. I now. mean, like there's no hour. copyrights. Yeah, might as well. We're like an hour and a half. We're like two hours in. I now, mean, we're, it's so.
2: already right, it's already right, Tuesday. Fair enough. All right, but. <laughs>
1: are you in the mood for a good story well how about a great one then welcome to the world of echelon we've got everything from buddy cops fighting hordes of zombies to steampunk mad scientists changing history and even a domesticated angel having a really bad day and dropping on halloween we'll have two brand new exclusive series to the site you don't want to miss these speaking of deals you can't miss we have a special for the holidays on all of our merch From Halloween through November, enter the promo code SANTA and save 20% on your purchase. So stop by EchelonGNovels.com, the new gold standard in storytelling. So yeah, go check that out, guys. Uh, We're going to be promoting it pretty heavy pretty soon. Uh, We have a bunch of dope videos coming out, hopefully sometime soon. We'll be actually finishing the Dragon Ball Z documentary that we've been working on for like <laughs> almost big... a year now, getting together. <laughs> no, it's, like not, it's not a year. It's
2: not a, The it channel is even, like year. Year. even a year old. Yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, man. Shout out Yaddle. Shout out Yaddle. A, Yaddle. Yaddle. Hala underrated. Make Yoda. She goaded. <laughs>
2: it's <a carpet. laughs> It's a Yoda. She has, a, she, has a, she has a Christian name her mama gave her. No.
4: No. No.
2: <laughs> you said that. Well done. I told you don't well, rush me. I got you, that one. That was coming. Have so, so. It. Good, good play. Good play. I was hoping you had the Akbar in there somewhere with the trap, but I don't know. No, gonna... it's
1: here too, but I didn't want to. Okay. I to overdo it.
2: Uh, but yeah, guys,
1: thank you. We got to talk Star Wars. I am always overjoyed when I get to talk Star Wars. So yeah, thank you guys for your support. We hope for your continued support, and we'll see you guys next time then in a podcast.
4: Peace. Peach.
0: If you do what you did to Thor to Star Wars, I am coming to find you. I promise.